rolled the dice a couple of times to see width and height in action. Hey, we've just discussed at this point. Yeah. Well, um, let me let me let me roll a couple of sets. So I've got ten dice here, and ordinarily you're not going to be rolling that many at a time, especially in uh, monsters. Right. That, that, yeah. That's so, but really but I'm rolling a ton because that guarantees that we get matches. So. <laughs> um, so out of those ten dice, what I wound up with is a pair of threes. No, that's actually threes. No, that's four threes. And uh, a pair of tens and a pair of sixes. Right? Uh, that's a great example because now you've got the choice between a, a low quality, yeah. oh, low quality, so wide, and high. Wide. Yeah, six. Right. Yeah. So so what you've got is a pair of tens, which has a great the, the best height you can get. Right. So if what you're after is just doing something that's really effective and efficient, then ten is what you want. But I've got four threes here, and four threes goes faster than anything that's less than you know, that's, you know, four threes. Um, so if all you're after is going fast, you know, and you don't really care how good you look doing it, then you definitely want the four threes and not the two tens, right? So if you're running a race, then the two tens is going to help you jump over hurdles and stuff and keep your footing. But the four threes means you're going to get there first. So that's kind of how. So I was explaining the race and chase framing from Wild Talents. It's just a, yeah, kind, yeah. Of a, kind of a kind of an addendum. Yeah. And so like since it. One of the, the way you track is accumulated width, but what you use to overcome complications is height. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so in, in this instance, it's a perfect example. So, if it, if it is the man with the giant pipe, sort of plane of glass walking across, like the ten guy, the, the, the two tens, you, you, you would avoid the crashing through the planes of glass. But the four threes, the four threes you would go right through it, right. take some damage. But, but you, you accumulate you're, lots you're, of yeah, you're two, four, you're two right. steps closer to, to achieving the. the the, the total width that you're looking for, or in some circumstances, you may you may have to have at least a minimum height, right? In which case, these four threes, if that's all you had, wouldn't matter. Like it doesn't matter how fast you're going. If you run into a wall on the way there, you're going to stop and lose that, you know, whatever you would have gained. So that that's where a lot of the sort of choices come in, and what you do with your dice rolls is you need to sort of weigh: Do I want to roll high, or do I want to roll lots of matching dice and do it really fast? So, and if you have these big, large dice pools, that comes up often. If you're rolling only like four dice at a time, then you're lucky to get a pair of any kind of matching dice, let alone multiple matches. Right? But, yeah, but uh, even odds, you get a match, but yeah. the, the chances of getting a specific match pretty low. Yeah. What you the, 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 the dice the uh, probability curve for the one roll is interesting because once you five dice, there's you start to get a spike, and at six dice you get a very reliable success. And you can start taking advantage of some of the special rules like called shots, where if you want to hit a specific location on your target, damage a specific capacity, drop one die, set another die to the value that you want to hit, then roll the rest. So it, 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 you, you lose a die from your pool, meaning your chances oh, of success are okay. a little less. Exactly, called shots. Exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly the same core mechanic. Um, uh, in Monsters, the, the, the version of ORE in Monsters, does it use a, sta uh, a dedicated uh, damage tracking silhouette like the, uh, the more complicated or complete versions of a designated of a hit locations right. and detailed combat? That's all rolled things. into the, the basic stats, which are roughly analogous to body locations because uh, monsters are built with you make up body parts which describe the powers. Kids have all got the same the same the same uh, body parts: uh, feet, hands, guts, brains, face. 
which are all places you can punch or kick somebody, um, or, or or insult them so so badly that their that their that their ability to function in those areas is shaken. So uh, damage can be like literally damage, sticks and stones. It can be it can be words. Exactly. Put down. Yeah. You can put down. You're, you're generally playing kids in most of the challenge things, and one of the one of the ways we represent that is your character can take can be just as incapacitated by emotional trauma as by being you know falling off a, a log or being walked by a. Uh, and it also sort of sanity and terror rolls in the same way. So yeah. if you're if you're so scared out of your mind, right, 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 right. You're, right. scared out of your mind can reduce your right. Your smarts. Your smarts. It could reduce your face if you can't communicate because you're so freaked out. It could reduce your hands. Paralyzed. You're shaking. Right. Um, so it all the the uh, the way it manifests within the kind of the fiction of the game depends on the, the combination of what gets hit and how it gets hit, and uh, and so that's. Uh, I mean that's how that's sort of monsters. It's not it's not literally damage to your your character's guts, but guts is here also sort of core strength and courage and uh, sort endurance. of endurance and stick to itness. Uh, hands is uh, you know your ability to grab and manipulate and, and do things with manual dexterity stuff. Yeah, manual dexterity stuff and te- technical te- technical stuff. Face is obviously social stuff. Um, and each each stat has got. Uh, nested skills that are associated with it, and each one has got something that's useful in comp, like useful in conflict. Uh, a put-down skill under face, for example, you can use to you can use to inflict harm on people just as easily as you would be able to do with your punching under hands. Uh, so on kids, but only on kids anyway. That, that only works on kids. That like yeah, grown-ups in in the game are kind of inured to that kind of emotional damage. So so you may upset one, you have but relationships with them. Right. If you have a relationship with the grown-up, then that grown-up so, is going to be vulnerable right, to you, so even like emotionally. So my kid telling me she hates me would be more harmful than, yes. like, some random kid telling me this. Exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, and, and, of course, you know, people, people that are in extreme emotional circumstances yeah. or if they're, they're you know... Like in-game circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Too. Right. So, yeah, then that's, there's there's that sort of caveat that it's okay sometimes in a more, more broad context. In Candlewick, I generally assume that most of the characters are are, 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 are emotionally vulnerable. So, uh, due to the due to their uh, their 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 generally plethora of uh, hideous secrets and uh, and uh, hidden agendas, so um, I, I let the orphans uh, run roughshod over everybody with with, with vicious insults. <laughs> see some characters. All right, yes. Anyway, so what I'd like to do when I, when, I, when I hand out the pregens is give everyone a little hint and then pass out the character based on which, which hint they like the best. All right. So I'll read you the, uh, the tagline for each of these characters and just shout out if you find one that you like to play. All right. the, the reverse of that sheet, Ben, has the introduction to the January boys. Do you want to use that? Yes, actually, okay. So, so you could read that out loud for everybody's benefit. These are the, uh, the, 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 the group of pregen characters that come with the book are called the January boys. Uh, on a cold, snowy day in early January, six orphans arrive at Candlewick home for the unwanted and unloved, more or less at the same time. They quickly found themselves lumped together by earlier arrivals and staff. Somehow the stupid adults assumed just because they all arrived together, they must be destined to be oh-so-wonderful friends. They quickly picked up the title, The January Boys, and were assigned adjacent rooms, the same dining table, and the same chore rooms. More irritating still, for half the boys are, in fact, girls. These regenerated (laughs) characters are ready to play if your players don't have time to make up their own orphans from scratch. That's so cold. (laughs) Yeah, cold is is, is very much the uh, the, the expected treatment for 
for the unwanted uh, and unloved orphans. Yeah. orphans. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's the tagline: She sees dead people. <laughs> the amazing rhino skin kid. She hates you. Ah, that's me. The spider leg boy. Draws with the colors out of space. I think I'll have to take that. Yeah, and Jojo the wolf girl. I'll go with Jojo. Jojo? All right, so who do we have left? We have a spider leg boy, the amazing rhino skin kid, and she sees dead people. Ooh, that's tough because those guys were all fun. Um, I think I'm going to go with the spider leg boy. Mm, good choice. That would have been my second choice, too. <laughs> And I usually at this stage, you know, give everyone a chance to sort of read over the characters, but then to do, do the classic, you know, introduce your character to the group. So you can each uh, read your, the, the, the descriptive parts so everyone can get a sense of who you're playing. Um, so Edward Pinkermine is the spider leg boy. His, his, uh, his uh, signature quote is, sure, I'll lend you a hand. He's a sallow, skinny boy in shorts with big boots. He wears a striped bulky, oversized sweater in need of mending. In his left hand, he's holding a suitcase. In his right hand, a baseball glove. And peeking out from behind him, holding an apple up near his face, is one of his hideous, hairy, clawed spider legs. He has three more spouting from his back, usually hidden under the sweater. Uh, Edward is so sarcastic, he finds it not to sass snidely, even when he wants to be sincere. Somebody asks him if he wants ice cream, he'll say, oh, ice cream. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, sure, I'd love some. And then look worried. That's that's Edward the Spider-Lake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go. Uh, I am playing Howard H.P. Pogue. Uh, Is that a... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I made you a picture. Uh, a round-floored boy always carrying a lunch pail full of crayons and a notebook filled with scrap paper and doodles and drawings. His clothes are marked with smears of color from his drawing. His fingernails stained a rainbow with waxy scrapings. Even his lips are stained with color because of his abs- uh, habit of absently mining, nibbling on crayons while drawing. His eyes are mostly hidden behind big, thick plastic frame glasses that definitely make a certain statement. The statement is, my eyeglasses were bought and paid for by a badly run charitable institution. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Um, there's one tweak I make. I make the HP for um, con games. Yeah. His there's a time limit on his powers. They they take a long time. Yeah. He's just ignore that for this game. Otherwise, yeah. you don't get a chance to actually do anything cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, you gonna go? I'll go. Josie Rao. Josie is tall, fit, athletic, and good looking. Is it rough? Uh, rough or rap, you go either way. Okay. okay. It's one of those uh, inter- open to interpretation. Names. I kind of like row. I like row, too. <laughs> She's pretty, but you can't tell how pretty she is due to her long, shaggy hair. She could be the wolfman's daughter. Josie is nice, which makes her sort of painful to be around because she's so obviously different, so obviously a freak, and people are so blatantly cruel to her. You find yourself wincing and cringing sympathetically, yet she always seems to smile. Of course, her smile is somewhat toothier than normal. And people who make fun of her do tend to suffer a statistically unlikely number of tragedies. Missing pets, destroyed properties, and the occasional midnight attack by wild dogs. (laughs) Yet Josie smiles and sometimes seems simple to the point of idiocy. Priscilla Petty, she hates you. 
don't you go stick your stupid head in an anthill and die so that ants can eat your face off? Because then at least you'll be a use to someone. That's her signature quote. Priscilla would be pretty if she weren't perpetually scowling like the whole world disappointed her. She wears a dress, only a little bit patched, with sunflowers on it, and carries a dolly with only one eye. She herself has one eye closed tight, and the other is popped wide, veiny, horrible. Priscilla's all rage and spite. Hate contained in one cute little girl body. She's a truly scandalous vocabulary and a tongue so sharp that French would put it on crackers and serve it with a dry wine. <laughs> While she does hate everybody, she recognizes the difference between us and them and reserves the extra special hate for them. I don't know. Let's see. Um, oh, it totally doesn't say stupid. Yeah, it's, you just got into the hate, man. I did some, some extra picked it in there. All right, uh, let's see. I don't usually start this one. Uh, the day opened normally as you were, you woke up in your, uh, in, in, in the various orphanages where you were, you were isolated, uh, ridiculed by the other orphans, uh, where you watched them adopted and, and carried off by loving families, you knowing you'll never join them. Uh, They're all parents, seems to me, And the man in the big black car arrived. He spoke to the, the director of your orphanage. Uh, you observed it covertly. There was uh, much shaking of heads. There was there was uh, uh, rejection, and then the suitcase came out. Uh, it was opened. It was shown to the orphanage director, and then suddenly he changed. Uh, he was much more uh, polite and forgiving. He uh, he showed the man into your room and. Uh, explained in that voice that adults use when they're lying to children blatantly. He said, ah, a wonderful opportunity has cropped up. You've been selected to go to a very select and special institution. You will have your own room and uh, three meals a day. And uh, I bet the food tastes like garbage. Wait, we didn't get that already? I you, know. And you won't have to work in the shops anymore. Oh. Well, that is kind of... <laughs> So you were all bundled into the, the, the big black car, uh, which made a, a circuit uh, of the region, picking up uh, one additional child at each at each of the stops. Uh, another suitcase was brought out, handed to another orphanage director. Um, in the back of the car, there's a, a bucket of ice with orange soda. Uh, the man driving the car is, is extremely large and extremely scarred and extremely German. Uh, when asked questions, he says things like, uh, the English is not so good. Uh, you just have to ask the Kendawick when we arrive. Um, yet when he speaks to other people, he seems to have an excellent grasp of the language. <coughs> so uh, across a meandering road, which you quickly lose track of, uh, despite trying very hard to think of where you are in relation to where you were, uh, you crest uh, a ridge, and there before you, opening like 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 hands, you see the Candlewick uh, Vale, um, a valley down which the center of which runs a river. Uh, you see the small town next to it, uh, up in the hill, uh, as the sun starts to set. The, the lights of a huge Gothic manor begin to come on uh, as you as you sort of wind down into the valley. You get a sense of just how mountainous the uh, the surrounding. Um, cliffs are on either side and uh, as darkness closes in as you get on the windy road up to the manor you, you realize that the, the valley doesn't look so much like open hands as the uh, petals of uh, a Venus flytrap uh, poised clamp closed on you <clears throat> oh this is going to be great 
I can't wait what's, to move what's into the this place. Like? The, the mansion looks. I, I mean, are we talking like rundown? We're talking. We're talking. We're talking. We're talking sort of grand architectural folly falling into disrepair. Um, it looks kind of dingy, doesn't it? It was. Uh, it was. It was. It was done in the style of the sort of the uh, the, the robber baron Vanderbilt's people with more money than taste. Uh, there's <laughs> oh, the new Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the people that could, could that were so wealthy they could they could they could they could buy the respectability of uh, of old money. Whoever picked out those colors, they need to get their eyes adjusted seriously. Uh, there's ivy choke statuary, um, pa- the, the decorative fountains which which are, are choked off and, and clogged with slime and weed. Um, the uh, orchard which has gone wild. Uh, at one point, it was it was a it was a truly a fantastic place, but uh, it's really fallen into some dramatic disrepair. So arriving at the front gates, the, uh, the, the 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 large, very German man opens the doors to and says, uh, "It is your new home. Please uh, step and meet uh, Doctor Kendallick." Uh, on the stairs, uh, three people await your arrival. Um, in the four is a, uh, a middle-aged woman, uh, silver-haired, um, dressed as sort of a sort of an old-fashioned housekeeper. Um, standing to her, let's say left, is uh, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a short, rounded man, uh, vest, spectacles. Um, he radiates this air of uh, of officious propriety. He seems to be. Um, Sort of nervously fidgeting, even when not moving at all. Uh, and then at the very top of the stairs, just inside the door, almost as if he was ready to step back in the shadows and vanish. Um, extremely tall, spare man, hawk nosed, uh, eyes hidden in shadow, watching without uh, participating. He doesn't look that much different from the shop boss that I used to work for. Oh, I'm sure he's much, much, much nicer. We won't have to clean There's the boilers anymore, will we? I don't think he's a quick. No, we've got this wonderful grounds to take oh. care of now. I never wanted to die in the boiler, so that's an improvement. <laughs> I'm sure this will be a great place to explore. Yeah. It looks, it looks real clean. <laughs> Let's see. Um... The, the woman steps forward as 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 uh, the driver unloads the uh, your luggage from the back. You stink. What tiny belongings you manage to accumulate? The, uh, the the broken toys and the the patched clothing and the, the, the drawings. The un, the ill-fitting boots with holes. My little dolly. Yes. Baseball glove. The baseball glove. Yes, it doesn't fit. <laughs> the hole in the palm. Uh, <laughs> Kind of defeats the purpose, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the dog chewed baseball glove, and uh, well, then he could fit in with the other kids. They don't have to, you know. Jogan, would you please take 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 the luggage to, to their rooms? And the, the driver would say, "Oh, I think it's to the rooms." And he like scoops up your luggage and just sort of, sort of moves into the uh, into the house, like sort of glacier and fast motion. Um, Keeping the flow to myself. <laughs> uh, the woman says, I am Fiona Silverdale. I am uh, chief of, head of housekeeping here at Candlewick Manor. I will be uh, getting you settled in here tonight. Ooh, it is chilly, isn't it? I think the, the winter is really coming in. Mm, smells like snow tonight. Well, 
I'm sure we can at least find you someplace warm. There are renovations. Uh, we don't have your rooms ready quite yet, but we'll find you something. We'll find you something. Um, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Dravenford would like to have. Are you telling me the truth? I don't think you are. I think you're a liar. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry about this. I have to go back and refresh my memory about the names of all these characters, which I made up. Um, <laughs> it may be the big list of names in the back, if that'll be any help. Well, the, the links oh, sheet yeah. is up front, I thought, or after. There we go, yeah, Draven, Dr. Draven for the, uh, the, 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 the round Oh, the man. director, yeah. <clears throat> uh, he says, I am the director of this institution. I will be seeing to your education and that you are brought up as proper and respectable and respectful individuals. We will see to it here that you overcome the disadvantages of your unfortunate circumstances and uh, achieve levels of success which you might not have been able to dream of in your previous situations. This involves the need to banish fidgetiness, dreamy time, thinking, we need to eliminate. As soon as we start fidgeting aside. <laughs> Ignorance. You must focus your minds. You must discipline your bodies. You must eat healthy. You must read regularly, but only from the approved list of books which will not raise unfortunate ideas in your minds. <clears throat> All of these things will be explained to you in further detail. Yes? Where do we have to work? Work. No, you will not be working. You will be attending school in Candlewick Vale, where you can mingle with the children of the town. What will they school have us work with on? The children? Like the normal children? Yes, we don't like to use words like normal here at Candlewick Vale. <coughs> we uh, well, we prefer. I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> but are you sure about this whole school thing? Yes, the program has been very carefully considered. It is Dr. Candlewick's express wish that all of his wards are engaged fully in the social life of the town. I have reason to expect there might be a dance come spring. A dance? Dances are for icky people with cooties. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's going to be great fun for all of us. I don't want your cooties. If I don't want you to have my cooties. Who What's said I wanted you to have my if cooties? If you are concerned about cooties, uh, Matron Fineliner has an injection which should inoculate no you against... No cooties. <clears throat> what does a cootie look like? Your face. Your face. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll make a note to uh, start sketching some cooties on her face after... <laughs> Have a breakout come morning. As you uh, so, so Fiona kind of gestures for you to walk up the stairs. Um, at near the top, where Doctor Candlewood lurks, uh, sort of examining you clinically. Um, the next to him steps out a uh, a blonde, ringleted girl, um, a few years older than you. And uh, the, the curiosity in, in, in Doctor Candlewood's face. Um, is uh, is present in her face, but there's also sort of a, a cat-like 
uh, malice, the sort of look that cats give to small furry creatures when they're wondering what they look like inside is, uh, is how she's examining you. Um, she looks enough like, 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 like Dr. Candlewick that she must be a relative. And Dr. Candlewick speaks to you in a slow, sonorous voice. He says, Welcome to my home. I'm sure we will all learn to think of each other as a family of sorts. This is my daughter, Wisteria. Wisteria, please say hello to your new brothers and sisters, in a manner of speaking. Wisteria, that sure is a pretty name. We haven't had dogs in a very, very long time. I really miss them. You're right, Daddy. This, this isn't so bad at all. Oh, nice. She's the she's the nice one. I can tell. <laughs> Are you sure you wouldn't have a sporting somewhere? Well, occasionally there might be chores that the groundskeeper would ask you to help with. But, no, we will not be manufacturing wallets or... We don't have to crawl through the machinery anymore, will we? We lost three orphans last month. We heard their scream for hours, we did. No, the machinery is reasonably well lubricated here, yes. Most most of the time, no. We we do not require anyone to crawl through. Most of the time? And then when we do, we hire it out. Usually. That's right. Now, please, welcome to my home. So he, you live here? Yes, he, he, he steps back inside. All right, stepping into the main atrium of, the, 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 the main atrium of, uh, of Candlewick Manor, you get the impression that, is, that, the, that the, uh, it's, the building is sort of vaguely cross-shaped. Um, the, uh, sort of the central corridor contains, you know, you get the, the sort of penny tour. Uh, there's an enormous library uh, with you know, the, the Baroque metalwork and the sliding ladders and the two stories and, and, and giant stacks of books and no sense of organization at all. The skylight is, has, has sort of scummed over with green algae, so the whole place has got kind of a green underwater air to it. Um, Any book, interesting book titles, anything like pour all over my head? Yeah, there's, there's, there's lots in other languages. Uh, there's titles such as, you know, the... the um, a natural history of the uh, southern green nested flesh purr. <clears throat> I take that one. <laughs> the diagrams are, are really fascinating. I look over her shoulder <laughs> to see, uh, like. get an idea. <laughs> I make a sketch. So I, <laughs> tomorrow morning, you'll have some flesh purrs in here. Uh, you, you, you get a look into the, uh, the, the, the ballroom come dining hall. Uh, it's laid out uh, with you know, these enormous high-backed uh, carved chairs. And this, the ceiling is this incredibly elaborate painted mural, mural which appears to uh, be the natural history of the, of the, of the whole earth from its uh, ancient days, uh, possession by the elder things. To his final you know, end, uh, it's you know, consumed by the a creature from the outer dark at some impossible point in the, in the distribution. <clears throat> Somewhere in the middle, there's uh, 
if you if you stare very very care, carefully, you can see four orphans arriving at a at a at a at a, at a, at a large dilapidated mansion uh, on a cold January day. <clears throat> but only if you stare very very hard. I stare very very. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> and quickly quickly ushered back, and you're shown the um, large barred double doors. Uh, Fiona explained this is the Candlewood family's private rooms. Uh, you will have a uh, free run of most of the mansion, but they have a few things they would like to keep out of the way, a few uh, delicate objects, um, a few family heirlooms, and uh, you are not to enter these doors without permission of one of the family members. Well, I thought we were brothers and sisters now. In a manner of speaking, brothers and sisters. <clears throat> you don't touch your brother's stuff without, you know... Uh, first asking his permission, do you? <laughs> never had a brother. Never had My brother's one. dead. <laughs> well, that's what I read. What did he die to do? Southern nested flesh burrows. <laughs> um, and so then she gives you a tour of the east and west wings. The uh, uh, the east wing is is all is, is is high ceilings and bright colors and huge windows that you can tell would let in Ooh. let in wonderful sun, large bathrooms with hot running water. Um, and she says, unfortunately, we don't currently have any rooms available in the east wing. So until one opens, we're going to temporarily place you in the west wing. Um, there's only it's just a just well, it's. Do I see? It'll it'll be lovely, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it will. So she uh, then you know, leads you back down through the central and then, and then up to the west wing. And the west wing um, appears to have broken geometry. The angles don't seem to add up correctly. If you uh, if you if you looked at the room and, add, and added the angles of all the corners, you you wouldn't get a. a enough to account for it. Uh, some of them seem to have too many too many angles. Some have too little angles. The floors dip and the ceilings are, are uh, Everything creaks. Um, doors hang ajar. Rooms are abandoned. Windows are broken out. Some of them full of nesting pigeons. Uh, from above into the attic, you can just play your, you can hear bats. <laughs> Things squeak and, and, and rustle under the floor. She says, we are a currently renovating the West Wing. Um, so uh, it's going to be lovely when um, we house an excellent art collection in this wing. Uh, then you know the niches in the wall along the hallway. I like art. Um, it appears to be you know, a, a series of, uh, of, 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 of bizarre idols uh, and possible creatures. There's uh, uh, the paintings. Um, Tentacles anywhere? Yeah, tentacles in abundance. Yes, tentacles. <laughs> when, you, when you actually look at the carpet, you realize that, that under the crud is actually a, a sort of subtle sort of tentacle sacrifice motif. <laughs> there's, you know, the, the, the tentacles coiling around. I'm a little too happy about yeah, this. <laughs> I'm, I, I would choose the West Wing even if the East Wing were available once I see this. Say, it, the, the place is rich in, in atmosphere. <laughs> oh, there'll be great subjects for my art. And, and so then, you know, squeaking, crunching down near the end of the, the West Wing, she's like, and here's your room. Remember, this is just, it's just, it's temporary, so, you know. But I'm sure it will be lovely. Uh, Mrs. Silverdale, 
Can I have a cot out in the yard instead? <laughs> it's like, no, that would simply get decent. No, no. Just have a roof over your head and, and, and three meals a day. Do I have to sleep with the boys? For right now, during the renovations, yes. They're icky. We'll put a partition between the two of us. Well, I think Priscilla and Wisteria would probably get along great. <laughs> okay, I'll stay with y'all. Please. Right, so yeah, so you, you step into the room. It's uh, high ceilinged uh, industrial metal bunk beds, two two of each, with sort of a, a curtain strung between on a, on, a, on a cord running across the room. Like in a prison. Yeah. <laughs> through, through the barred windows high on the wall, the, the moonlight trickles in. Wait, the windows are barred? Or they... Oh, yeah. The, the window is barred. Oh. <laughs> is the window shattered, or is it actually working? Now this, this, it, oh. it has a window. Yeah, the, the window in it. It's uh, frosty. And, uh, the adults still effect. around? The, what's still around? I'm sorry? Uh, are the adults still around? Uh, yeah, well, Fiona has, has, has accompanied you down, and, and your luggage is laid out on, on, on the beds. Uh, it it, it has been already brought up. Um... And uh, she says, we've got a, a little snack before bed. I'm sure you're famished. Um, and then I think it would be best if you just get to sleep quickly. Yes, you all sleep sound, one hopes. Excellent. Good, 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 yes. Well, remember, uh, the West Wing is a little bit temperamental sometimes. So uh, during the night, please don't leave your room. Particularly if you hear something in the hallway. What do you mean? What could be in the hallway? Uh, it, the noises of, a, of an old house settling. So what's way? with me leaving the room? Um, Why would that matter? What if I have to potty? We're concerned that what if I want to draw the idols out in the hallway? I mean, go to the <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> uh, the, the room has an adjoining bathroom. There's a, there, is a, there is one large door in the, in, in, in the what room. What if... Uh, that bathroom isn't good, and I still want to go in the hallway what to draw the idols. What if he's using the potty? I need to potty. Yeah. Well, uh, can he, can we just bring an idol in here? We'll. Uh, <laughs> well, the room. Those things are kind of scary. the room actually does have its own idol. There's there's oh. there, there's a niche in the brick wall, you know, containing never mind a, containing a creature with 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 which impossibly combines the features of the insect, aardvark, and octopus. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, I'm fine with you. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm, I'm set. All right, well, uh, you have a lot of questions. I'm sure Dr. Candle will be happy to answer them in the morning. How many orphans are in here? Um, as of last count? Yes. Including you? Yes. Four. The door slams and there's a lock. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I wonder how many, why the East Wing was uh, full of. Oh, well, it probably we doesn't have great art like that. Well, the snack is already laid out. There's, oh. there's, there's, there's what is the snack? It's cheese sandwiches. Ooh, um, ooh what kind of cheese? Um, something with blue veins in it. I don't care. I'm going for one anyway. I sniff it. I eat it. It has a delightfully complex odor. <laughs> I eat the bread and leave the sand. Oh, yeah. I eat the bread and leave the sand. Can, I'll, or, can I cut the blue too. veins out and just eat the cheese part? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those uh, acquired tastes. Okay. I'm, I'm scarfing it down anyway. <laughs> when somebody leaves a blue vein sitting, then, you know, 
at you know at one point a little you want my cheese a little uh, you know spider spider leg suddenly like grabs it and I already pulls ate your it cheese. You didn't even ask. Face. <laughs> That's nice. You've been all night. Uh, which bed is closest to the idol? <laughs> uh, Completely the one with your suitcase laid out on. Ah, sweet. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, before I go to sleep, start sketching the uh, idol. And, uh, How close is the uh, the ceiling to the floor? Like, can I get up by the, I'm uh, not ceiling, the uh, window, sorry. Uh, the window is, 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 let's say, 10 feet off. I, like, like, it's I can't. like 12 feet off. Hey, help me, help me climb, help me climb up to the window. I want to see outside. Okay. All right, uh. I'll like Can we try push to, the like, bed over to it? Yeah, we'll push the bed. You want, you want help? Why do you want to look outside? There's so many interesting things to look at inside. I just assume not be looking in the room. But if you want to, that's cool with me. Okay. Freak. So as you have these, 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 these explore your, your new environments, uh, considering the virtue of, of, of veiny cheese versus unveiny cheese, uh, the, the artistic properties of, of, of hideous pre-human deities, uh, the orange sodas and the water begin to, 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 to tell in the, in the way of liquids as they work their way through the, the young body, the tiny bladders which you all come equipped with. Um, and the large door to the bathroom begins to look more and more inviting. I start heading and I start staring them all down, trying to get first, trying to get to the body first. I open the door. Hi. You go first. <laughs> you open the door. I didn't want to anyway. It's uh, nice of you to let her go first. Look, ladies first. And flick the switch and the, and the one sort of naked light bulb lights up. Uh, the uh, industrial tile bathroom, uh, you know, the rusty faucet, the, um, the, the, the the shower stall with the curtain on the metal rings, huh. and the hole in the floor where the toilet should be. <laughs> I start crying. <laughs> so you look up, and there's a hole in the ceiling right above it, like something fell through the ceiling, hit the toilet, and kept going. Wait, how many... St- Story. I, I, I go in to see what's going on. You're on the second floor of the uh, of the um, of, of the west, the west wing. Uh, above okay. is darkness. Um, below is a note. Are you done in there yet? I can't. <laughs> well, get out so somebody else can. I don't think you can either. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> he walks in and I'm sobbing. <laughs> All you have to do is go to the bathroom. What are you getting so worked up over? I can't do this. What happened to the toilet? <laughs> is there a bathtub? The, no, that's just... Well, wait. That's what you went to college fraternity? Yeah. Hmm. Drain's a drain. <laughs> Except this one's clogged. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Clogged with hair and leaves and animal bones. Really? Wow. <laughs> Does this bathroom also have a door out? And the tub looks like it's been stained with acid. But you don't know why. <laughs> Whoa. It just gets better and better. I think the idol's been uh, uh, had Mexican too many times. <laughs> or maybe those slush burrows. Um, uh, I'll go like through the hole, like, 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 see how far down, like you said, it's yeah. just dark. It's dark, yeah. You get the, the light from the. From the 
little tiny ball uh, sort of skulks down into the hole and says, and comes back out. <laughs> so uh, there's very little to see down there. Actually, I am going to draw an electric torch throw something with down the, the, uh, the switch on showing a beam of light. So uh, then I will use the electric torch to look down. While he's drawing weird pictures, I'm going to go to the door to our place, to the hallway. Right, the door is, is, is locked, but does not have to remain so. If you wanted to, Jimmy to open it and find out what was in the hallway. As you approach the door, though, there is there's a kind of a strange sound that well, something in the hallway. It is a very noisy old house, but there, as 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 was said, there's, it's hard to describe. It sounds kind of like somebody maybe rubbing their hands together. Or dragging something across the floor, or <laughs> you know, or it could be the the, the sound of a old house settling. Sure, I'll, I'll tell myself that. <laughs> can we see through the keyhole? Yes, we can see through the keyhole. Oh, there's a keyhole. Well, or look under the what do you uh, door. See? I'll look through the keyhole. <laughs> look through the keyhole. I you can see there's. It's sort of like how light reflects off water and you see the reflection of movement on the wall. There's a vague impression of movement in the light, as if the light's reflecting up something moving, but that's not what you can see through the keyhole. Hmm. Uh, lying down uh, and sort of staring at the, at the, at the crack okay, down, un, under the swollen mm. warm door, you see, um, again, it's this sort of vague impression of, 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 of possible movement. Um, oh. Going back to the electric torch, uh, what did I see? When I uh, staring down into the, uh, oh. yeah, once you get the, the you, I guess you draw it and sort of... So yeah, do you want me to roll? I, it has awesome times, too. So yeah, 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 you don't have to roll. Yeah. So what, what's, uh, what's going on with that? Like, what? what happened? I found a flashlight, guys. Yeah, that's basically, yeah, yeah. You just, like, like draw it and sort of reach behind something. <laughs> well, look at mechanically ooh, ooh, ooh. The, the, what, what's going on with when he uses that ability. Because in Candlewick... The different characters have what are called creepy skills. How do I know introduce creepy skills? You're things. absolutely right. Um, they're built very much like the way monster abilities are built in the basic monster game. Uh, and because of the, all the orphans in Candlewick. Can, can you, I'll start back up. Can you say, can you start your sentence by saying creepy skills are, and then continue with what sure. you're about to say, and go ahead. Uh, creepy skills are built like the monster powers from the basic uh, monsters game. But uh, they reflect the fact that each of the orphans have something so weird and creepy about them that they're they're unadoptable. His creepy spider legs. Creepy spider legs. My creepy eye. Exactly your creepy eye. Jojo. Sharp wolf, teeth and claws. Yeah. Uh, and and HP's ability to draw things that then happen, <clears throat> such as someone being eaten by sharks. The purple crayon. Yeah. Which is amazing the number of times that his small Midwestern orphanage was <laughs> afflicted by shark attacks. <laughs> or dying in the machinery. <laughs> We didn't even have any machinery before he came along. <laughs> so the way it works in his case is he would roll those creepy creepy skill dice in conjunction with one of his normal stats. Uh, and stats. It, it, it's tied yeah. to one yeah. of It's very much like a regular skill and yeah. then nest under one of your stats. So so like in, in his case he would have like which one? Brains? Yeah, and brains. Crayons of Doom skill. <laughs> yep. And those two together are seven dice. Yeah. Right. So if I wanted to roll, I would do that. Now, it has awesome times, too. Which is like a special awesome ability. Awesome is an extra on powers, yeah. which... So I'll just one, go ahead and roll anyway. It lets you set a die to any value you want before rolling the rest. Okay. Uh, Taken twice, it lets you set any value, a die to any value you want after you roll. 
So it guarantees at least one set. Right. Um, so so like, for something routine like this, where there's not, it's not, a, yeah. there's not a conflict writing on it. Um, I didn't think a roll was necessary. Yeah. Right. yeah. But cool. in this uh, case, I rolled two nines, but I would make that three nines. Three nines. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Because it's awesome. Okay. It's, uh, it's that effect is called a wiggle die or a master uh, die yeah. or a trump die, but the similar, the, the same kind of thing happens in a lot of the and, one and one It's an games. example of how we simplified things for the monsters game. Rather than create a separate die type for it, you just, just made it, make it you, you manipulate make it the dice you already have on the table. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so he draws things and then it yeah. sort of appears. And in this case, I don't know if anybody else realizes that's what happened yet. Yeah, not yet. I probably wouldn't be like, I can draw things and make them yeah. real. He just um, sort of happened to find a flashlight that we didn't know was. Shine it. Or electric torch, as it is commonly called. Uh, yeah. Hold it still. I'll go, I'll go see what's down there. Oh, you, you be my guest. I will not stop you from doing that. I'm sure nothing bad will happen. Liar. <laughs> I, I'll figure it out, though. I fully believe it that you will be successful in this endeavor. Yeah, he's trying to lie down. What, right, what it, do I see? Like, with, the, with the light down there, like, does it look like I could climb down? Uh, it looks like you could get down there. Definitely you could get down there. Easy. What about back up? Uh, yes. Well, No. <laughs> we can tie the bed sheets together. Wait, Getting down there would, would, would really be as easy as relaxing and letting gravity help. Okay. <laughs> um, well, well, I mean, what do we? Is it just more blackness, or is there? Uh, it looks like it's some kind of you can see you can see shelves with jars. Ooh. Um, uh, there's stuff piled around. Um, the air's thick with dust. Ooh. And, what, do you, uh, what do you see out in the hallway? It, sort of anyway. embedded in the floor below the. Uh, Directly below the hole is, is the cracked porcelain throne, which is oh, so it's gone. It's it's shattered. Yes, beyond still, repair. I'm using it. No, there's nothing there. It's just it's, it's not. I'm a civilized, lady and I go on the potty. Well, that's not a potty. That's broken pottery. That cuts and okay. Tell me what the closest. She's a proper lady, so that's the perfect place for her to go. (laughs) I think there's a well, probably one of the other rooms in this hall. I mean, there's plenty of them. You're right. Maybe I go potty over in the other wing. Well, no, in this wing, there's plenty of rooms in this wing. Can't really make anything out. What's wrong with this wing? It's got great art. I'm gonna like bang on the window and no potty. Bang on the door. Yeah. Well, in this room, they obviously put us in the bathroom. Well, why would they do that? It's over now. Well, because they're uh, right, out, of, out in the hall. There's this. Uh, Maybe the other rooms are worse. Suddenly, there's a crash, and there's a. Who said that? Is, is that it, you? Is that a voice we recognize? Of course, it's me. Who else would it be? Does that sound like her? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it, it's 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 an old man's voice. Fourteen. Uh, sounds like it's. Been, is he yelling it's that been, through the door? It's been well pickled by 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 regular applications of of. of of drinking yes. tobacco. No, wait, where is he yelling that to? Out, out, through, out, the, through the closed the crack in the door. Out, door. Out in the hallway. Oh, okay. then, then I guess you at it and look through the keyhole. So yeah. Suddenly this bloodshot eye is staring back at you. Ah! Well, can you open the door? That's, you don't look like Mrs. Silverdale. It's like, it's like, you're not supposed to be in this wing. 
This is not the wing for you. You're supposed to be in the other wing. Were they Well, great? just when I was getting settled in and enjoying myself. <laughs> well, our, 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 our toilet is broken. Can you open the door? <laughs> it's like, I don't think I should open the door. Can you Please. open the door and come in and fix the toilet? Or get us a new one? Because it fell through the floor. All right. All right, I think I can do that. Stand away from the door. Close I your stand, eyes. I stand right to the side of the door. Did you say close our eyes? Yes, close your and eyes. I, I don't close my eyes. <laughs> Turn away. Uh, I'll cover uh, I'll my, my eyes like that. Right. Uh, there's the clunk, 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 clunk. And, and a man sort of lunges to the side, slams the door behind him. And he's got sort of this sort of rag wrapped around his face. And in one hand, he's got a big, uh, like, like, like five liter jug of something that reeks of kerosene. Probably because it's kerosene. <laughs> His other hand, he's got like a big box of uh, of sulfur sulfur badges. <laughs> I like. I, I reach over and I'm like checking the doorknob that he is it locked. Uh, no, he didn't lock it. Behind. Okay, then up. Are you making the renovations? Yes, I'm renovating. What are you? Are you renovating through fire? No, it's for the paint. <laughs> We're cleaning. Up the paint. Uh, with, yeah. Oh, I was going to have a smoke. <clears throat> Show me the toilet. It's down there. The, the, the man is, uh, is sort of a scarecrowish, bent, uh, one-eyed, snaggletooth, unshaven, unwashed. Uh, he has sort of that sort of that sort of that Oda, Oda, I sleep with dogs and root vegetables sort of smell. Um... He looks at you and says, I'm Gruner, head groundskeeper. I'm, oh. I'm desperate I'm, to go to the bathroom. Is there another one? Sir? I'm Howard. Uh, I, mean, I thought your name was Edward. <laughs> Usually it's Edward. Right now it's desperate to go to the bathroom. Is there another one nearby? Says, well, let's see what the problem with the potty is. Did you... St- I didn't see, do it's it. down there. Can well, I see the problem. <laughs> when I got in there, it was already like that, but Priscilla went in first. Oh, you children always trying to flush things that don't fit. Wait, that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> well, then how would there be a hole in the ceiling? That's an excellent question. <laughs> you don't have to fix this stuff. I have to fix this stuff. Oh, there it is down there. Yes. Well, but more importantly, is there another bathroom? I have to potty. If he doesn't Did you do the art here? I'm just gonna go in the corner. I like the. <laughs> Don't go in that corner. Go in the hall if you're gonna go. Well, in empty the out the kerosene and just use That's the gallon jug. Mrs. What's it's her name said not to go in the hallway. Says, no, I need the kerosene. <laughs> the paint, Mrs. <laughs> but wait, that just. just that raises more questions than it answers. <laughs> I want to go up to the door and like open it up since he didn't lock it. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is an awesome moment of you just. Let's see. What yeah, yeah. Oh, and he says, "No!" <laughs> but he's but he's, not, he's not actually moving in slow motion. He's just very slow. The hallway. The hallway is entirely full of snakes. 
the floor is carpeted with them. Uh, they're dangling from idols. The uh, they seem to be they're, they're they're pouring from gaps in the plaster. Um, they're all about three feet long. They're stripy. They're skinny, uh, and they ride as a mass. Bruner says. I'll say, ah! and close the door again. What, what are you doing? Open the door. We're during snake season. Snakes? What kind of snakes? Here? We didn't have that at the other orphanage. It's like, it's January. Of course it's snake season. The rising damp takes off out of the cellars. Are they poisonous? They're snakes. Not all snakes are poisonous. That's a common misconception. They're actually not slimy at all, either. Oh, good. Never man. trust a snake. Trust me. Maybe they're snakes harmless snakes. You know why you can't trust a snake? No arms and legs. You can't trust nothing. With Would you no say that to a legs. war veteran? <laughs> Does he have no arms and legs? Yes. 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 No. You can't trust them. They're not like you and me because they don't have any arms and legs. But he well, had them. At Does one. that mean he's more trustworthy? Exactly. He had them. Them. You can't trust people that lose arms and legs. Snakes never had them. They got no respect for arms and legs. I'm going to go try and get a snake. I once had a dog with no arms and legs. Bit me. I'm going to get a, uh, a pillow sack, and then I'm going to draw a snake hook, and then I'm going to try and uh, uh, I'll open the doorway a bit and try and pick up a snake and put it in the pillow sack. Just, but the snakes know you're in here now. Is that going to be a problem? <laughs> well... <laughs> He looks at the door, on cue. The uh, sort of, sort of, sort of around the, uh, the the cracks in the door. Suddenly, there's 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 there's, there's an aggressive aggressive wriggling. I think it's he the says, kerosene. The kerosene isn't really for paints. He <laughs> 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 says, "Here, here, take these rags." He starts pulling pulling rags out of his pockets. He says, "There, uh, you can't go wrong with a good rag. You gotta blow your nose. You got a rag. You gotta wipe up a spill. You got a rag." Your voice is funny. My voice? My voice is... My voice is my... my it's from voice. all the smoking, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yes, it's from the smoking. What am I doing with this rag? <laughs> Tie it around your face. And douse it with kerosene! <laughs> <laughs> they can, the snakes can smell your breath. So you tie it around your face and breathe through the... <laughs> <laughs> Kerosene. This is a great plan. <laughs> Do the I, snakes smell? Do any of you kids smoke? I uh, like start now. It's a filthy habit. You shouldn't smoke, particularly with a rag of kerosene over your face. <laughs> He's turning into a pirate. His, his accent is actually drifting into piratical at this point. Whenever I do Gruner, his voice sort of goes groundskeeper Willie Pirate back and forth. Um, I don't even know how much kerosene he's had. Depending <laughs> <laughs> on how much kerosene I've had. Uh, well, anyways, I am going to try and capture a snake, actually. with the. Uh, there's, there's plenty of opportunities to capture okay. a snake. Oh, yeah. yeah you could totally capture a snake. Okay. Um, well, that's Brunner, what I'm doing. I'm climbing up on a bed. Okay, hypothetically speaking, if there weren't snakes out there, which direction would the other bathroom be? There's no way you're doing that. It's like, well... In retrospect, it's probably a good idea that your potty is broken. Because their chief method of access to the upper <laughs> levels of the house is the plumbing. We're going to the we're going to the other wing. And sitting on a potty full of snakes, it's probably worse than a hallway full of snakes. Are there snakes downstairs? It is snake season. So what about upstairs? Why would a we cold blooded animal upstairs? 
so you're only on the second floor. Can you shine your light upstairs I think my in the bathroom? <laughs> okay, yeah. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna shine the light upstairs to see what uh, uh what. Just pee in the hole. <laughs> That's not ladylike. So there's, there's a straining. <sighs> well, technically, there's a there's a just Wait, sort of a balance issue. Like, yeah, the, the door the, 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 the door is like, strained and squawking. She's wearing a dress. She's like the snakes. They smell you now. They're piling up against the door. I got snake on <laughs> snake. I'm hundreds and hundreds of snakes wriggling, writhing, trying to get. <laughs> I had enough of this. I'm going into the, I'm going into the, like running into What's the bathroom. Upstairs in the bathroom. Yeah. The bathroom hole, uh, more of the, sort of that, 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 that obscenely stubborn darkness. <clears throat> oh, even with the the electric torch. Even with the, yeah, the electric torch reveals that there. You can see the sort of maybe there's some sort of stacks around up there. Oh yeah. And and, and up at the very top, you can sort of see the peaked roof beams. Uh, oh, okay. Of the of the, of the, uh, of the attic. Of the uh, the attic. So nice. The attic. So we're right below the attic. Okay, says, so there's probably not a bathroom in the attic. So I'm gonna like basically just jump into the big hole and then sort of steady myself on my hands. And then when that doesn't work, steady myself on the big spider leg hands nice. and kind of start crawling. Did down you want to actually use your spider legs to negotiate the hole? Totally. Yeah, I am now because I don't really care what they think because they're <laughs> snakes and I still have to go to the bathroom. So yeah, there's like spider legs everywhere and I'm crawling sort of down into the hole. When he, when he does this, I'm going to be like, Mr. Gruner, I st- highly, I'm highly curious about the uh, nocturnal habits of cold-blooded animals in the middle of winter. And, oh, he has snake legs. Spider legs. Spider legs, sorry. Snake legs would be Jojo, scarier. Jojo, help me get this bed over to the... Gruner, looks like he says... Is he more trustworthy now? You'd be pretty handy with a set of garden clippers, wouldn't you? <clears throat> I'd be handier in a bathroom, I say, as I'm climbing down into the darkness underneath. Are you an orphan, too? Well, your parents are dead. So I guess, technically speaking, that's true. But they did only die five years ago. Are you... How old are you? It was a tragic accident. Are you 100? 200? 300? 50? 45. Oh. Oh, my God, you're so old. (laughs) What is it? Is that like in... Is, is there like the difference between old people years and real years, like dog years? <laughs> <laughs> Past a certain point, it turns into centuries. Yeah. All. Uh, so what happens? So how bad do I have to go now? I mean, the, into the lower level. Uh, you sort of lower myself down and then drop the rest of the way from spider leg support. Does this have? Does this spider leg support? Awesome! I can't remember. Uh, no, it's just. Uh, yeah, we'll roll it and let's see what happens. All right. So I'm going to roll. Here's what I'm doing and here's how I roll. Yeah. So I'm climbing here's down into this pit um, where the bathroom toilet used to be. Still and, is. Uh, I'm using the uh, <laughs> pieces. Well, the, the pieces are downstairs. So I'm, I'm crawling in and, and using like the, the spider legs that come out of my back to uh, for support and to kind of lower me down into the into the pit. So what I'm going to roll skill-wise here is I've got uh, how about hands for that one? Mm-hmm. And that's four dice because he's very handy. And uh, I have three dice with spider legs. So that's three more. So that gets me a couple of eights and three fives. And I'm in a hurry to go to the bathroom, so I'm going with three fives. 
Let's see, you drop through the hole, um, land slightly awkwardly on, 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 the, on the broken potty, and then sit down on something that goes well. Just in time, the door to bow inwards and and uh, and split, releasing a torrent of snakes into the room. I'd hop onto a bed really quick. And Gruner says, Snakes! <laughs> I go down the hole. Are they actually trying to bite us? Uh, at this point, the snakes are trying to swarm over you. Huh. Uh, they're, 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 they're wriggling towards you in a the carpet. They're, they're, they're hungry for the warmth of your body. Uh, it is January. It is very cold for snakes, that's true. Where do they go during the day? Nobody knows. <laughs> Are they ghost snakes? This may not be the best time to discuss that. What's in the hole? Something squishy and gross and horrible. All right, let's start. Let's let's you mean you. kick this into an actual timed action sequence now. So you, okay. can, you can get a sense of like what combat would work. The snakes, I'm going to represent with a, with a single dice pool, since they're, they're more of a menace than a specific kind of like, you don't have to fight individual snakes. Right. Um... <clears throat> so they have a single dice pool. Um, so basically, you would do width minus if you if you attack the snakes directly, you would do width, which is the number of dice in your set minus one in damage, and that would be dice that is knocked right out of the table. Um, because the snakes are a menace, they don't have a, they're not a conscious actor. Um, when we start declaring actions, the snakes declare first. Uh, as would any sort of generic menace. If, it was, if the building was on fire, you would know what the fire was doing. Uh, if it was sort of thugs or guards, you would know what they were doing before you decided what you were doing. Um, if it was an actual character with full stats that you were facing off against, then uh, the, way, the way it works and the way we'll do, do it when we go around the table, you declare your actions. Uh, what, your, what your intentions are from the, from the lowest combination of brains plus outthink to the highest. So, um, so sort of the smarter and more observant you are, the last you declare because you get to see what everybody else is trying to do first before you say what you're trying and to do. And by declaring your action, that, that tells you which dice pool you would be rolling based on your declared action. Um, the advantage of being sh- of being sharp, a sharp thinker who's aware of his environment uh, in this game and in, got, and in the other ORE games, though the stats you based on it are different, uh, is that you can make a tactical decision based on what everybody else is doing. Um, in this case, it's just the snakes. Everybody already knows what the snakes are doing. They're just trying to swarm and bite everybody in the room. Um, so, snakes. Uh, around the table, then. What, remind me what everyone's... I've got five. Five? Seven. Wait, what is our stat? Uh, it's, it's brains plus brains. outthink. Add those together. Okay. Four. Four? So Josie declares next. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go down the hole. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> A sensible choice. Uh, I think we had two fives. Yeah. Uh, five. Five, five. Uh, we break the tie with uh, guts, since it's horrifying snakes. Three. Was it three again? Three. And I, I have two encourage. All right. I have two encourage. Damn it. <laughs> uh, then we'll break that tie with uh, um, feet. Sure. I, I, I have a two. I have two. All right. There we go. So, Shane, what, what was? 
All right. Um, I'm going to hop up out of whatever went squelch and not look at it and sort of look around wildly for anything that looks like a hallway or a door leading to a bathroom. All right. So, so, okay, cool. Uh, I, I'm going to give... I'm heading for the hole that everyone else is... And I'm going to give any snakes in my way the evil eye. Cool. Oh, cool. Like, we're going to see how that. We're going to see how the attacks quality of that works. Uh, I will also attack by drawing uh, the snake's natural predator, which, uh, to the National Geographic, I, I assume is mongoose. So a horde of mongoose. Uh, <laughs> so now it's going to be a hallway full of snakes and mongooses. What yeah. do I do to get rid of the mongoose? Uh, they uh, will. This is the beginning so I will of use my. Uh, um, I assume that that would be the natural order of things, um, unless somebody can think of a better animal to attack. No, yeah. I, no, 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 no. Vicious mammals is awesome. I love it. Okay, so uh, I will use my. Uh, is this is this really a campaign play. The, yeah. the houses of infestation with mongooses will become a regular element of yeah. the thing. Ricky Tiki Tabby was a hero. So uh, are, the, are, the, are the snakes declaring something here? Uh, the, yeah, oh, the, yeah, the snakes are already declared. They're, oh, yeah, right. They're, they're, they're right. Warm and bite. So, so what you do is basically everybody who has to roll something, roll at the same time. I don't, am, I, am I rolling anything this time? I don't think uh, so. You tell me. I sort of popped up, didn't look, and then looking around. Four and Let's see. two. Um, you got a notice skill. Oh, okay. No, yeah, go with notice and then it'll basically give you... Um, yeah, I noticed. I mean, you're, you're in a dark room. You set up something squelchy. Uh, there is a door, but trying to, trying to get it open. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. Also, one thing everybody needs to know is the echoes on your character sheet. You can use oh, yeah. those I as actually bonus dice yeah, if they tie in the situation. And you actually, the way echoes work is, 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 is the idea is that in the game, your characters encounter these things randomly, and you're like, oh, that's that crazy thing that makes me feel weird. But you, as players, decide when you want to use them and when you when you can work them into your descriptions. For jumping down the hole, do I need to so roll you kind of make the echo? Uh, that would be feet plus feet. Yeah, yeah, you sort of turn okay, that into. Oh. So know, how many dice do I roll? The number of dice is equal yeah. to my feet, foot score and my PE score. So I could I could do it, but now, I'm not. The um, I, I'm, I already rolled, so anyways. I'm gonna. So what just see what happens. Let me do a shadow tiny people's faces. Like the uh, like all my all, all these other orphans are running in there, and I can't really see their face because they're going. Down there's not good lighting, so yeah, there's yeah. shadows. <laughs> so why don't you explain how that's going to pan out? You know, what is he, what does that establish for his character? Does that transform the echo in some way? Sure. Well, the, the, what what happens is the is that the value of the echo you're using now goes into a pool. Um, and at the end of a scene where you rolled a successful dice pool involving the echo, you make a roll equal to the dice of the total echoes you used. And that just the continues, to, yeah. continues to accumulate. And then when you when you finally roll a success with that... Um, you have a revelation. That illumination dice pool, you have a revelation, which which is one of those oh, moments that transforms the echo, the last echo you used, into a relationship with one of the characters you encountered in one of those immediate scenes. Um, See, I didn't realize that at the end of the scene. So yeah, this, this can hit immediately, and that's and that's actually one of the things you can use to pace your. If you're going to run a very long-term game and you want the sort of revelation period to be slower, you can uh, you can say only roll for echoes once per session, or only roll you know only roll when they hit a certain threshold. 
and that reduces the, the number of relationships we want to cover. But for con game, where we want to hit it fast and hard, uh, every scene, yeah, we want, to, we, want to, we want to hit it as hard as we can. Are we rolling? Uh, yes, let me just go around and make sure we, we, we know what everybody's rolling. Uh, yeah, I rolled. Uh, so what you're doing is you're looking for something, you're looking for a wide roll, because you want to get a roll that's wider than the, the snake's attack roll. To go fast. So in other words, to go fast, to get away from them before dice, they get the chance yeah. to hit you. Um, uh, it's the same thing. And you wanted, you, you're, busy, you're using the attacks quality of your... Evil stink eye. Evil stink eye. And that's going to inflict damage on the snakes, basically. You're, you stare at them and the snakes shrivel up or burst horribly or, or turn on each other, bite each other to death. Um, just as nasty as you'd like. And the, um, the effect would be that you would reduce this dice pool by... The, the width of your set minus one. All right. Um, you were also you were going for mongoose, <laughs> <laughs> which which would function the same way. It would act as an attack, which would right. reduce the snake's dice pool. Um, and you were I'm just sort of noticing, kind of exploring and get out. Okay, so yeah. uh, before I, uh, what's on my mind? Um, creepy skills that have the useful quality give you uh, another option rather, rather than uh, inflict damage or or achieve a more sort of abstract goal like getting away you can you can you can tie up a foe you can right. limit their action their options for a certain amount of time but you can say you can you can only attack me or you cannot attack him or you can't use this very specific body part like you could you could tie somebody up so they can't use their feet for with minus one rounds. Or, for example, I could have drawn a box around myself saying, you can't attack me. You're useful. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. And, and literally, basically, you can, you can constrain the enemy's uh, their, 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 their options without damaging their ability to do things. And that should be sort of a tactical advantage. If, they're, if you're getting totally housed by a really, really powerful ability, um, you can temporarily tie it up so they can't use it. And... Uh, the snakes really just have their whole sort of slither and bite. There's not a lot of differentiation. But if you were facing a monster, for example, that had distinct body parts, you could target those distinct body parts and tie them up in creative, interesting ways you know, as, you, as you do it with your abilities. So as long as it's justified in exactly. yeah. All right, so, so after that aside, we have our dice. Before you start, let me let me stop real quick because you want us to reroll. And you don't want to watch the reroll. Well, it's not good for us. Wait two minutes. Getting away fast. I'm keeping this roll. I got three eights. Let's go for it. Yeah, well, no. Six is a nine, so Okay. You didn't get any matches? No, I got matches. Oh, okay. I got two sets. I just thought I had I, I thought I had a set of four. If you had area or spray. Would you guys I mind if we kind of did the whole one rolling thing? Okay. No, I don't I can roll again. Well, in this case, I'm going to use an echo. Uh, so I will use gasping for breath because I, I started seeing all this. Yes, I'm I think like, I uh, can use an echo too, actually. Are these defense too? Yeah. With 10 to twice? No, they're not. They're actually. They're, they're all 20. There's a reason this goes Yeah, just ignore the 11 to 20. Like that one goes to 20, but. Most of these it's don't have one to ten twice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. How old are these? Is it old school. What what extra like twenty five? Working. Wow. How good it feels to run, running away from the snakes. Awesome. Yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> good it feels to run away from snakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. Ready to go? All right. I'm gonna pick up and say, I want you to start out and say, okay, let's go ahead and start the combat and you know. 
Right. Well, yeah, so we've, we've kind of got our, our... Everybody knows what dice you're rolling now, right? Yeah, so right. this is where the, the one-roll thing comes in again. You basically, everybody rolls at the same time, and then you figure out which set you're going to use, and then we start breaking down the results by width right. and height. All right? So I've got five, and there we go. Hey. It's appalling that I roll this badly when I GM. <laughs> no, it's not. Let's see. No way. Did I roll a straight? Awesome. You'd be the man if you were playing Cthulhu with him. <laughs> Is that how that works? I haven't had a chance. I almost rolled this total straight, but I did get two nines. And since I have awesome times two, I'm going to have three nines. Oh, well, I guess I'll go with a pair of sixes. Yeah, I rolled one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, ten, six. No, I had six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, two, three. <laughs> so nothing. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Nothing on eight dice. <laughs> <laughs> nothing on eight dice. That's astonishing. Yeah. That's pretty low odds. You've, yeah, got, <laughs> you've got like a 4% chance of that happening. So way to go. Way to beat the odds. Yeah. Okay. So I've got a pair of nines. We have anything over here? My best is three threes. Three threes. Yeah. So yeah, I that, guess that's really good I guess so. Does anybody have four? No, I have three nines. So trips? Yeah. Three nines, three threes. Pair, pair of nines. Twos, deuce, deuce. Yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll resolve the three nines first, and we'll, 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 we'll uh, tie break with, with height. Okay. Um, so three by nine. So describe the, the, the drawing. Uh, the manifestation yeah. of the mongoose. Howard sees them, and uh, uh, even as curious he is about the, these snake strange habits, he really doesn't be swarmed by them. So he thinks of the, all snakes, instead of just a cobra, all snakes must be afraid of the mongoose. So he desperately draws, you know, the brown mongoose uh, biting into a horde of uh, snakes. And uh, instantly, every you hear the uh, this squealing of a the horde of them you know, popping up from the uh, various rat holes in the uh, uh, in the room, and they uh, start swarming under the beds towards the and the battle is joined and uh, uh, there's much flinging of snake carcasses and uh, wounded mong and the squeal of wounded mongoose and spilling of blood and all that other. Oh, it's awesome! So, yeah, so, yeah, so, so the, I can see this, this this resulting in a chain of reasoning some way down the future. Like, so to get rid of the mongoose, <laughs> you you, 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 you you introduced wild dogs. To get rid of the wild dogs, we had the poison dart frogs. That the frogs would that the dogs would eat. Ends with gorillas. Yeah. And then you taught the gorillas to use knives. Why was that? <laughs> How else were they going to kill the bear? <laughs> All right, so uh, three. So you, yeah. you basically inflict, because it's width minus one right. damage, uh, you knock two out of the completely pathetic snake dice pool. Um, reducing it you know, to uh, seven dice. Even more pathetic. Let's see, it was three, three, down the hole, yes. Yeah, even if I had rolled a success, you probably would have totally beaten it. <laughs> so, Josie, Josie, no, 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 not only down the hole, but down the hole very, very quickly. They're not particularly elegantly. You drop through the hole. No, I just want to leap down the hole. Yeah, leap, leap, leap down through the hole. Um, I'm glad I landed something soft. Oh, something squishy, anyway. <laughs> something soft, something that uh, smells really familiar. Something. Um, uh, <laughs> is it cheese? Is it <laughs> oh, you wish it were cheese. <laughs> oh, the smell of cheese compared to this. Yes, it's a, the worst part about the smell is it's making me hungry. 
Oh. That's what I was thinking, cheese. Well, when we're done, I'll have to identify the smell. <laughs> It's sort of that, sort of that, sort of that. Two, six, two, okay. I got two nines. Two nines v two sixes. Yeah. So, 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 so two nines. Yeah. So there's, so there's the, the brief moment of, of horror as something crashes behind you, um, and it's feeling around, feeling around, feeling around, feeling around, feeling around. Yeah. <laughs> Spider legs everywhere. The walls are uh, are lined with shelves. On the shelves are huge. There's a collection of old jars. Stupid uh, jars! I just went to the bathroom! The tiny mummified the jars. remains of... Are the jars jar. empty? <laughs> Alas, no. The jars are old canning jars that are, that are filled with things that go sloosh when you, when you, when you tip them. Um, Maybe it's preserves. Covered in spider webs. Um, a brief moment of solidarity as you walk around. And... Uh, yeah, there's 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 crates with sort of the, the tiny mummified shrivel remains of, of, of radishes and uh, and uh, turnips, um, uh, rutabagas, um, sweet potatoes, and all manner of other root crops. <laughs> this is not a bathroom. <laughs> the impression you get from it is very kitchen pantry, if you had to put name to it. Um, if you say something about food in the kitchen out loud, yeah, then, then you're like, yeah, I'm really hungry. <laughs> the smell is driving me crazy. <clears throat> if, there's, if there's a door, I'm heading towards it. Yes, you feel, you, you, you feel, you feel the heavy door. Um, and as you approach it, uh, you, hear, you, hear, you, hear, you hear what sounds like you know, somebody speaking on the other side, very faintly. I don't care. Open the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's two sixes. So, yeah, so... You, 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 were, you were sort of backing away, but then just... I, I was kind of heading towards the uh, the thing, but I was mainly focusing on just, like, as they come up to me, I'm, like, staring at them really hard, and they're, like, blood starts pouring. Kind of, like, twitching on the ground. Yeah, the ASPCA would not be loving this right now. <laughs> yeah, so, so, we're so promoting mongoose, mongoose love, okay? Snakes, extreme, extreme sports. I'm sure there's some friendly fire in that, you know. <laughs> The occasional mongoose lunges into the bath. <laughs> <laughs> and, and since you rolled uh, with two, uh, you would flip one damage. Reducing it further down to only one, two, three, four, five dice. My odds of rolling a success on this. <laughs> All right. And that resolves you know, one round of complicated action. Leaving us with like, the discovery of the door in the hole, the discovery of the squishy thing, which smells delicious, the... Uh, significantly obliterated mass of snakes and um, Gruner who I totally didn't yeah Gruner is uh, is, is having a moment of personal crisis he's trying to figure out should he protect the children should he battle his ancient nemesis the snakes and where did these other where did the mongoose come from exactly where did the mongoose come from and, and he wonders now if he has to get mongoose poison and put it down and the whole the logistics of dealing with a new pest in the house it's overwhelming <laughs> He's gonna hate what I'm doing. Sorry. All right, and now top of the top, we're back to the top of the line. The snakes again, um, you know, are, are are nothing if not persistent in their in their in their strategy. Uh, they don't think that the, uh, the the initial snake surge was given enough opportunity to work. So they're gonna try it again. <laughs> uh, let's see. Fist. Josie declared. Yeah, she declared first. Yeah. So I would like to identify that. Wonderful, mysterious scent. And let's see, so, you so I would be using my. Uh, I have a special skill. 
Well, I have a uh, brainless yeah. nose that knows. Nose that knows, yeah. Brains. Oh wow. <laughs> that knows that knows and since we're in a root cellar, I think I could probably also use the smell of fallen leaves. Oh yes, it definitely has a kind of musty leaf, leaf mold yes, smell. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't, well, don't roll that yet. Oh, right. We're gonna wait. Hold I that. That's the trick. Everybody's yeah. like, all right, here's my action. Roll the dice. Yeah. So used right. to old. Well, I have seven. I, I declare last. Oh, you declare last. Okay. So you and I, you and I let's just go together. sort of counterclockwise. Right, counterclockwise. Yeah, so yeah, you go. You go it is, uh, it's actually it's, what's his name? Uh, declaring this time. Gruner is uh, because the, the Gruner. Let's see. It's Gruner. Well, we'll assume Gruner is going to declare after the snakes because he's not exactly the, the brightest ball. Um, <laughs> and, and he reaches. He finally. He finally reaches a decision. Uh, Hefts his his, his 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 jug of kerosene. It begins to slosh about on the snakes and the mongoose and on himself. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, "Get away! I'll save you, kids!" And he throws himself into the mass of snakes, covered in covered in uh, covered in kerosene. Oh man! <laughs> that still raises more questions than it answers. <laughs> What are you up to this time? I'm up to... Uh, I will, again, continue backing up. I'm not paying attention to how close the hole is. Oh, nice. <laughs> and r- really give the snakes the eye. Uh, I don't have useful do I? So I have to ask. No. Do you still have to go to the bathroom? Yeah, I'll probably pee myself when I fall in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's logical. Yes. I, I, I'd buy that. Very, very much in Fair enough. With, with, with the, the absolutely tragic and I'm sure if I fell in a hole, that would probably yeah, that, that, I, 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 I can see that happening. Well. 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 Yeah, it has useful. Oh, it is gnarly. I'm so sorry. Gnarly is extra damage. I completely forgot extra damage. It's gnarly times two? Yes. That means the snakes have got three dots. Oh, you've obliterated some yeah, snakes. Yeah, you obliterated some snakes. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so the gnarly, if you will, if you have a successful roll, gnarly adds damage to it. It, it, it makes adds it damage more to successful. It. Rather than um, adding... Uh, Quicker? I mean, because it's adding width, or is it only it's just, just width? damage. Just damage. Right. Okay. It doesn't actually give you more width. It just gives you more damage. Gives you more, yeah. If you hit, it gives you more punch. So instead of width minus one, in your case, it's width plus one for the damage that it does. Well, okay. um, and it, is it useful? Oh, it is useful. It's also useful. So in the special oh, adventure, there. Okay. 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 This time, I'm going to try to like, as I'm backing up, I'm going to, I want them to, I want to make a line that they can't cross. Can I? Is that within the bounds of useful? Uh, well, it, the, the 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 description for that one is you can, you can inflict bad luck. So okay. Um, at this point, you can. So it could be something like the, the the dilapidated floorboards stressed by the recent use. Cave in, creating a gap that the snakes can't easily cross. Okay, and that would limit their ability to like, say, say, approach closer to you. Yeah. Okay. For width minus one rounds. All right. Cool. I'm barreling through the door. It's gonna like just just slam it up and he he up on my being on the other side of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Desperately calling out for a bathroom and somewhere where there's not snakes. <laughs> Fair enough. 
All right. I, um, probably the other people are going to hate this, but, or some of them. Um, no. Seeing all the chaos of this battlefield and all this uh, going around, I just want to get it away from me. So I again think back to all the National Geographics I read, and I, I remember reading about another herd animal that uh, would, uh, when, for some unknown reasons, would be motivated to rush towards cliffs and hurl themselves off, no matter what was in their way. So my idea is to use useful ability to summon a horde of lemmings that pushes the snakes, the mongoose, Gruner, and anything else between it and the hole in the bathroom. So they sweep the whole battlefield. Does that, does that make sense? Yes. So, uh, What's that going to do with my cat? That's a good question. push him into the gap. Where, where, where do you want? The, where are you thinking the lemmings are going to drop well, towards? Well, I would uh, any hole works. I mean, I would imagine that the uh, the hole in the bathroom would be the best one. But uh, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I love that plan. That's a great plan. Uh, I would imagine since it's a whole horde, they could probably push towards both. And holes. they're lemmings. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What are they looking for? Yeah, somewhere to true. fall. Oh, that's actually too awesome to be taken back. I, mean, I, 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 I must insist that your first declaration. Be the declaration that you use. <laughs> All right, so that's, I think I'm. Uh, what, what, what am I doing? Am I rolling for something here? What, what the, am I doing? The, the, the snakes will still be unable to attack you because of the, okay. because of, because of the success. Right. So even if even if they're yeah. within the context of the room, right. shoved yeah. over the gap and down the hole, um, the ones that would be trying to attack you would still fall down. Right, the, 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 right, the gap. <clears throat> All right. Well, actually, wouldn't it matter on width? Like, oh, yeah. I'm curious. Like, if, 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 if he if he intended that the snakes get the opportunity to attack you, then then you would you would actually compare the dice you're rolling. Okay. But if you're not actually trying to hose each other, then you don't have to worry about it. Do I have to be faster than snakes? Yes, you would need to be faster than snakes, which is not. It'd be hard. <laughs> yeah. It could roll three tens. You never know. Yeah. Well, after that straight, I just yeah. rolled. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Universos. All right. I rolled three tens. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> there are sevens. There are one. That was a one. That doesn't matter. That's one of my sevens. Well, I got three threes. So. I assume width is better than height, and that's since it's raw power, yeah. Uh, well, I guess height would involve the the, the complete sweep. Okay, uh, well, then I can get would to involve the very very rapid sweep. Actually, wait, I already have two tens, so I'll just have three tens. I didn't notice that. So. Uh, oh well, then there you go. Yeah, <laughs> but, complete but, and but, fast. But yeah. fast. So yeah, so the room will be completely swept of uh, of snake, mongoose, and lemming. <laughs> what about Gruner? <laughs> and Gruner. <laughs> am I rolling notice and again? Which hole? Am I rolling notice again? Am I, what am I rolling? Am I rolling notice again? Gonna or be. something else? Do you else? notice a bunch of lemmings? To burst through to the come doors, through, yeah, or am I not rolling? Well, actually, to burst through the door, you'll need to you'll need to basically break the door down. Oh, um, it's locked too. It's locked too. It, oh, okay. that spider legs will probably be the most. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing spi- hands and spider legs on that. Then. And I burst with a uh, pair of tens. Nice. All right, so trips. No, three tens. Three tens. So right. the sweep goes down first. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the lane of carnage and lemmings. 
Whew, so I guess oh, the living, the living the, so yeah, so there's outside in the hallway there's 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 there's, 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 there's <laughs> I assume living's go eek grows into a sort of a a, a, a roar of of, of high pitched screaming. It's sort of like a like a tiny, 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 tiny little rock concert. And then they they swarm in and, and Gruder is sort of borne up as if you were crowd surfing at a tiny, tiny, tiny rock concert. And and, and, and swept past you. Um, he's got a snake. He's going, you like this son of a like this thing. There was a terrible edit just then. Um, and let's see, what's the nearest? The, the next? The next? We've, everybody else has doubles, right? Two tens. Two tens. Two threes. Threes. Two sevens. Let's see. So the two sevens go up. Yeah. As, as no, two tens. Oh, the two tens. Yeah. So, you, so, so, yeah. So the spider legs. I guess you just. Well, actually, tell me fleet, how, how it works. Yeah. Well, desperate. Now that I was desperately trying to get through the door, looking for a bathroom, and now I'm, in addition, even more desperately fleeing. The now there's this there's this cascade of like snakes, snakes and, and mongoose and lemmings and groundkeeper falling on us. And, 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 so and, and, and I'm getting away from groundkeeper. Yes. Oh so yeah, the, the the sort of going after the the the, the door. And the door is locked. And then the spider legs kind of come in, and two of them sort of. Brace against the door and the and the roof, and the other two sort of grab the door and just yank as hard as I can to pull the thing open. There's a, there's a, there's a splintering sound, and the door bursts open, and you, you and you, you you slam the door open. And there's this crack, and it looks like the door had been plastered over at some point, um, but the plaster had already been broken by the time you know, it had been like plastered over, broken, closed. So when you the door slams open, some plaster rains down, and you. Crash out into a very well-appointed, modern-looking kitchen. Uh, it's very extremely well lit, and um, uh, people in there. There's a man in a chef's hat standing uh, with, with his back to you, and he turns with a large sort of Damask blade in his hand, and he's like, "Where's the bathroom?" <laughs> He says, and he points to a, a little alcove off, off, there's an office. Dart instantly in that direction. <laughs> and watch for the snakes and the mongooses. He says, snakes, mongooses? You do something delicious with the snakes and mongooses. <laughs> and ho- it only needs a lemming, and then it would be perfect. Too. Hold on, hold on. This is, this is, this is just, just Giuseppe. He says, he says, the snakes and the mongooses? Yes, yes. That daring is a bold combination. Who would have thought the ancient enemy of snake and mongoose combined into one delicious steamed bun? It's like Chairman Kaka. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is the the the, the, the chef uh, Giuseppe Sangrioli, master chef and food Frankenstein. <clears throat> and his quote is: "My greatest creation. They said it was mad, mad for combining the delicate flesh of the dove with the pungent heat of the green Siam curry." And a dressing of basted almonds and honey. But when they taste this, who'll be mad, eh? Not Giuseppe! Um, yeah, so. so <laughs> let's see, that was two. That was two. Ten, two seven, so, seven. So, so two sevens, let's see. Uh, does, that, does that even happen? I'm like, oh, no snakes. That's true, yeah, so there's this sort of swarm of snakes around you, and then you take that last step backwards. Which just carried you into the bathroom, and then, like, like borne down on a on a, oh, a, 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 a torrent of snakes and 
you land without injury. Um, Sweet. <laughs> the shock probably is not that without injury, but with and furry things. Let's see, and that was uh, trips two, two, two threes. Two threes. Um, I was just trying to identify the nose, particular nose, yes. Just yeah. before, Just before the smell is completely obliterated by the stink of mongoose <laughs> and snake and limming and kerosene. And pee. And pee. And Priscilla, <laughs> Just, just yeah. before the complicated odor becomes even more complicated. You recognize the distinctive smell of blood. Human blood. Which, when you realize it, you find very disturbing how yummy it smells. Oh, snap. <laughs> I'm just curious, what phase is the moon in? Wait, what? I'm sorry? What phase is the moon in the last time we saw it? Um, oh, uh, full, definitely. Oh, okay, full, good, full great, moon. Absolutely. Great. Uh, so, so stumbling out into the, uh, sort of the, the, the wash of, of creatures carries you out. And Giuseppe goes, what is this? You, you come to Giuseppe's kitchen, you raid his larder, and fill it with creatures, which, admittedly delicious, but still... <laughs> I cannot prepare so many so many snakes and so many mongoose and is that a living? <laughs> I can do a sausage with the living. I like sausage. <laughs> uh, good times. Um so in my basically who else is in the room still besides so it's basically you. It's just it's you. you still upstairs. Everyone else you, is. You, you, you have swept the room. <laughs> I uh, like sort of cram behind the ear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, at this point, I'll draw a little uh, ladder and uh, go down Why and see whatever. Draw a toilet. <laughs> 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 Holy! Well, that, that's the perfect lie to deliver once you arrive at the at the, at the, at the bottom of the well. Hey, the by ladder. the way, I'm there. Well, actually, I had thought about that, and then I realized when I drew something else, the the thing, the toilet would have disappeared, but nothing else would have. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll buy that story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's yeah. It was for a smart reason you didn't draw a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome, by the way. That was great. So the, um, so, 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 let's see. So um, since the dice pool has been defeated, the, uh, the, the threat posed by the snakes, now the snakes are, are more of a feature of the, uh, of the background along with it. So Giuseppe's running around with, with kind of like sort of, a, sort, of, sort of a basket, sort of scooping creatures <laughs> into the basket. Um... <laughs> And sort of throwing them into the big, uh, it's, a, it's sort of a big, like the 30s. So there's a, uh, it has one of the early electric, electric refrigerators with the big sort of like cylindrical radiators on top. And so he's throwing the live creatures into the refrigerator <laughs> and slamming it closed. <clears throat> he says, he says, we have so many. So we grab the snake and he goes, chop, chop, slice, whoosh. And he throws it into a pan of hot oil that you happen to have in my name. He throws in some other ingredients. There's a blast of garlic in the room. And he slams it out, and then he sort of very quickly sort of sort of plates it, just a little oil over it. Let's see who's closest to him at this point. I am. I'll probably no, no, actually, I am. you went upstairs. He went to the no, I was. Yeah, actually, there's, the there's like this. Oh, and a flush from the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably us. Yeah, yeah, two feet, two of you. He says, "Sit!" to the to the stools on the other side of, uh, of his sort of work table, and he slams the two plates down in front of you. Then he hands you forks. He says, "Eat." Okay. Bam. What's it taste like? It tastes like snake. It's definitely snaky. <laughs> but somehow, through through, through 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 the application of the of the garlic and, 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 and the strange oil that he used, 
Um, just the, 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 the way he cooked it, the, 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 the flavor of snake, which in, in no way is ever particularly good, has been transformed into something delightful. Um, it, it's very weird. Like, you're eating it. You're, 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 your brain is saying, you're eating snake! But your tongue is saying, that's cool. <laughs> well, that's just delightful. I'll, fin- I'll finish my plate. Thank you. It was very good. Looks like Gruner is still rolling around on the bite, floor behind you. Biting my tongue, <laughs> trying not to say something mean to this guy. Yeah, don't say no bad mouth on the chef, man. He will it was, you. dude. I probably haven't eaten a good meal in my entire life. Is the bathroom open yet? Oh. Hey, hey, guys, there's a bathroom in here. It's that big. Except for I'm going next. I need more clothes. No, you're eating. I finished. I have just a thing. How long does it take me to climb down? I didn't climb. And and, and you hear a And he walks out with like a a big flower sack. And he goes, and pulls it over here. He's cut cut arms and uh, like like a neck hole and armholes. Once it's on me, I'll remove my... (laughs) Well, it's better than bloody clothes. That's your, yeah, that's your, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> Josie stumbles out of the, uh, the, of, of, the of the of the larder. With her face covered in blood, and her hands covered in blood, and then behind her, sort of poking out from 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 underneath the mass of dead snakes, is is, is a sort of a twisted human hand. <laughs> Did you do that? That's what we landed in. Did you do that? It was there when we got there. <laughs> I didn't see it when I was looking at her before. I'm just saying. Hey, guys. What's going on? Is there a bathroom down here? <laughs> yeah, there's a bathroom right down here, but there's also right. a dead guy. What? He's not dead. dead no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, he's just one. sleeping. He's, he's, in, he's in great shape. Look. Do you think he's really just sleeping? I'll, I'll poke the hand with my spider leg. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that Gruner or is that someone else? No, it's, it's somebody, somebody else. else. Oh, it's okay. Squishy thing, which, which everyone was landing on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's at the bottom of the ladder. And you step off, and you're like, "This is interesting. The floor's kind of bouncy and it's squishy and kind of a mushy, crunchy feeling." And I jump really hard on it, and uh, the um. Oh, sorry about that. How did I do that? But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 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 there's Josie covered in incriminating uh, DNA evidence. <laughs> there's a. There's a um, um, I yeah. Well, I'll use the bathroom first, and then I will investigate. I want to look at this guy's uh, face. I, I'm, I am an artist, and I take it quite seriously. <laughs> I want to look around for Gruner since I know his name. And, um, hey, he tried to sacrifice himself for us, even though he do, couldn't. Do you know this guy? I don't think. I'll poke the body again. It's like, ah, that was that hobo that came by maybe last week uh, asking for a handout. I sent him on his way. Yeah, he <laughs> sure did. How did he end uh, up in here? In the, in the larder. I'm giving uh, Giuseppe uh, the stink eye. Giuseppe's like, I have no idea. Oh, he's in there. <laughs> but this is my first meal here, and not my 
Look at the body. Is there like all the meat still on the body? It's hard to tell. What's with what with the sort of the, the effects of the snakes and the mongooses and the, uh, the landings, all of us and then all of the landing and the storm. Are you saying the crime scene somehow become contaminated? <laughs> <laughs> been, yeah, exactly. There's a the the, 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 the evidence chain is in. Red CSI hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> His body's been killed. Candle mixed out. Yeah! <laughs> uh, mm. We'll have to figure out what's eating him. Well, does he look like a hobo? I mean, is he pretty badly? He's, yeah, he looks like he's, he's, he's got, a, he's got you know, the, the hobo clothes and the... Uh, the classic, the, the boot with no toe, and um, the hat with a hole in it, and the fingerless gloves, and uh, this guy's too obviously stereotyped to actually be a falling out of his pocket is armor. <laughs> Wait, is um, is Gruner awake yet, or is he still? Yeah, Gruner is kind of sitting up, like holding his head. Ah, are you are you okay, Mister Gruner? I just fought a bunch of snakes and got washed down a hole by lemmings. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. It's oh. not been a great day for me. Well, it's been a worse day for someone else. Who? That guy. He doesn't have to deal with the mess in the morning. <laughs> I think he's been here It's going to take more than sawdust to clean this up. How can you tell? How can you tell, Jojo? Just seems kind of old. <laughs> sure. Looks... Hmm... Well, we've, uh, I'm kind of tired. I, I, will, will, the, will, the, will we have to clean this guy up or not? What, Gruner? No, the dead, the dead guy. No. All right, well, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> you don't want to find out what happened. Go back up the what are we going to do? Take my turn at the potty. We're not Sherlock Holmes here. We can't investigate. Investigate who? The chef? It'll be fun. Oh, fine. It better be sure. Fun. I mean, personally, I can't wait to go up there in that room with the hole in it and no bathroom and and the the, the snake blood all over okay, the place fine. and try to sleep. <laughs> sure. <with> the <laughs> we'll go. The exploding snakes. Priscilla, do you still need to go? There's to the bathroom? nothing there now. It's been swept clean. Of all the living snakes. No, <laughs> poo head. That doesn't seem very nice. It's like your face. <laughs> I'm gonna look around the kitchen, see uh, what rooms it connects to, see what's like. What? I'm gonna wash some. Like, do, do I see like down the hallway what the rooms next to it are? I mean, is it next to the? It seems to be like diner? there's sort of the 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 kitchens. There's um, a hallway leading off of it that leads to sort of a, a newly installed elevator. Um, you know, it looks like it's wide enough you can like roll carts into it and uh, take it up somewhere. Probably mm. to the dining hall. Um, all the equipment is, is, is new yes, and installed. Oh, so they have enough money to fix this, but not the East Wing, where the orphans are. Says, there is more to, to life than the place that you sleep. You got to have, uh, you have to have the, the food is the essence of the soul. So first, you must treat the soul with the food before you have some the, what is the bedding, uh, some place to sleep. How many kids do you cook for every day? Do I cook every day? No. no. What hood have you heard? Four, cook four every day, um, <laughs> including you. Uh, I was told four. <laughs> oh. So you sure you didn't you didn't hurt this guy? You didn't 
No, it was painless. I mean, that had nothing to do with it. I'm going to continue kind of using the spider legs, not my hands, because that's gross. Um, push the debris off of, you know, the body. As expected, there's a dead body which has been stomped on and bitten by snakes. <laughs> Do I see any signs of things that would have killed it before all Lots the stomping? Of the, oh, stomping before the stomping and the snakes. snakes. Well, let's see. Um, this would definitely involve some rolling of the dice. Okay. I've got... Well, what do I have? The, the body has definitely has suffered since it's... it's so are you trying to determine something? Yeah. Or like, figure something out? Yeah. Well, all mine are, like, all my skills are plus two, so it would be seven dice regardless. Is um, is he in a dark blue suit by any chance? Would you have an echo? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> Wait, is it ochre as well? <laughs> uh... So what I'm doing is looking at the um, the body and sort of taking all the snakes and the mongooses and the lemmings off of it and kind of with the spider legs on my hands because again gross and sort of looking for wounds but since he's in a dark blue suit I have an echo that relates to a man in a dark blue suit and it's a two die echo which gives me a bonus of two dice to this roll which I'm rolling is probably another brains and notice roll uh, yes. Uh, before I totally forget about it, everyone that's been rolling echoes, keep track of how many. Yeah. The total value. Yeah, I think they have. Like, right, so I'll put two down for my did. ongoing echo. Yeah, I'm only. Well, we'll say what's still, what's, we, haven't, we haven't reached the point of elimination yet. So, so wow, I've got five. I've got threes until the cow, cows come home, and nothing else. So uh, actually, threes. I'm going to say I can still smell the scent of fried sausage in the air from the kitchen, and fried sausage is one of mine. So I'm going to use brains plus out think or remember or notice, which are all plus two. So it's all seven dice regardless. Plus two for the echo, so nine dice total. Okay, yeah, it's frying lemon sausage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, height or width is better. Right. In this case, probably height because you're looking at all right, two uh, nines. Yeah, there's currently no, no pressure to get done fast, but uh, four threes. I make some cursory observation really fast. <laughs> yeah, so I got two nines. This body is still dead. So, so two He's nines. dead. And we didn't yeah. do it. I know for sure. Yeah, very quickly you, 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 you can chime in and say that uh, this man was dead, and it wasn't the snakes or the mongoose or the lemmings or even land on it or whatever you're going to kill it. Um, I don't think even Gruner landing on it did it. He's, uh, he was definitely pre-deceased. Okay. So what did I figure out? And you had two tens? Two nines? Two, ni- two nines. Two nines. Um, a more detailed examination uh, reveals that he, he appears to have had his throat cut by a very sharp blade. Oh man! Uh, I would have noticed but, that. And then, and then coming from the kitchen, you, you hear. Mr. Chef. What did you say about it was painless? Murder say what? What? Yeah. What? Homo kills her. What? Hobo killer say what? Yeah. 
You killed him. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who are we talking about? I have no idea what you mean. The dead guy in the larder. Oh. Oh, my God. There is a dead man in the larder. <laughs> we must contact the authorities quickly. <clears throat> Mrs. Silverdale. Mm, this could go very badly for you children. I think maybe we need to look into... Um... How, what do you mean? How could we... Oh, for what? We got here he tonight. Was dead when we got here. Yes, let's let's tell the police that. I'm sure they'll believe you. <laughs> You're not doing anything to help yourself. That's Can I have telling. some sausage? I'm going to leave. <clears throat> yeah, is there a phone? Yes. Uh, down here. I okay. ate something he gave me. I could have ate people. And it was a snake. It you saw him snake. kill the skin. I thought you and... always ate people. How is this any different? She always eats people. <laughs> I never ate any people. Says uh-huh. through lip stain with human blood. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Silverdale! I'm going to wash my There's face. all kinds of other stuff and people. What it, there was other stuff in that pot. Wait, did we search his pockets already? Well, did uh, it? Yeah. Uh, harmonica, loose chain. Oh, okay. Um, no ID. Lint. <laughs> uh, yes, no ID. <clears throat> okay. And this is sort of a, a, a day and age where ID was, was, was not that common. Right, right, right. I asked Mr. Gruner if he recognizes. Are we actually talking? It's it's, it's kind of like, but intentionally vaguely 30-ish. Old-timey. Yeah, did Mr. Gruner know the guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Well, Gruner said that he was, we recognized him as a hobo that came by asking. Oh, yeah, that's right. I thought that was the chef who said that. He saw him on his way. (laughs) And the chef said, I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, He says, no, children, this, this could go very badly. We are... Yeah, the Candlewick home, we, we're trying to do a strange thing here that the town is not I'm that. supposed to look up to adults like you as examples for learning how to be a proper lady and tell the truth all the time, sir. He says, have a slice of pie, and he slides a slice of pie in front of you. That's poison. Yeah. Is it meat pie? Does no, it no, no. Poison? It, smells like, it smells like the best pie you've ever smelled in your life. <laughs> but that's how poison smells. That's <laughs> <laughs> not how poison smells. That's, that's what they'd you like you to think. You scoop the pie? You eat the pie? Such good pie, and he pats his very large belly. I should know. I eat a lot of it. So nobody oh, responds to my belly. human flesh. No, no, no response to the belly. If she doesn't eat her pie, I'm going to eat it. Pie is marvelous pie. It's very distracting, in fact. So why did you kill the hobo anyway? I have no idea what you the hobo. What is? The, I do not understand. My English not so good with the hobo. <laughs> They really like to go to this bit, don't they? This is the pastry with the finch and the cheese. No, it's the dead guy in there with the throat and the cut. (laughs) It does not look like the pastry. (laughs) The pastry. He's German now. (laughs) I wait for him to not pay attention and I try to grab his sword. It's... It's, 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 He's one of those big sort of like... Chef's knife slash cleaver things. Mm. See, I bet you even fit from the guy's neck. It's a very sharp knife. It would fit anywhere. With the cutting? Don't point that at me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to... That's a murderous move there. Actually, I'm going to start looking around the kitchen, opening up cabinets and seeing what's in there. The the kitchen appears to be stocked by uh, someone... A maniacal concept of what, what what proper eating for children is. There's, you know, there's 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 there's, there's tiny jars of, 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 of pickled eggs too small to have come from any bird, and there's uh, 
you know, there's there, there's tins and you know, of, of, of strange anchovy fillets pickled in, in, in preserved in, in, in oils, uh, but you can't tell what kind of because they're all written in a strange language you don't recognize. And um, <laughs> in, in the uh, you know in the, in the um, what's it called the um, the the room where game is hung. Uh, the locker, like a um, sort of a sort of a zoological. Exhibition. There's the, there's creatures that uh, the, the human animals probably never eaten before that are, that are, that are, that are hung up pretty pretty degree. There's you gotta like that. Some of them have some of them have some of them have stripes and some of them have spots. <laughs> some of them have iridescent wings. <clears throat> but not not uh, later. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of beautiful textures and yeah. patterns of light and shadow. Are any of them hobos? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are probably the last of their kind. Not of us. Oh, we're gonna have pegacorn on Wednesday. <laughs> so tired of pegacorn. Well, don't worry. That is the last one. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's no incriminating evidence or anything. So there's, 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 Aside from the dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there's, there's no there's no notes written in a creaky hand saying, "Oh my gosh, I've done it! I can't stand the guilt any longer! I've done it! I've done it! I've done it!" No. Uh, okay, actually, I'm gonna leave the kitchen and start looking for a phone. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, Gruner. Gruner. Gruner, what have you been eating for dinner this week? What have we been eating? Do you, do you do you eat what uh, Mr. Giuseppe cooks? Uh, since Giuseppe came, the food's been fantastic. What do you can do with all the little bits and bobs, the squishy bits that come out of a pig that normally get, you know, fed to the dogs? Oh, what do you can do with the squishy bits? The glands? You ever had a... Pituitary. <laughs> yeah. So why do you think he killed the hobo? I don't know if he killed the hobo or not. Look at it! <coughs> in his larder. Wow. You're trying to reason with the kerosene breather? Just <laughs> <laughs> sort of reek of the... Of the, of the I'm nox, just saying. Noxious fumes. In fact, he puts a little sort of ratty cigarette in his mouth. He's trying to strike a match. But his matches I'm are, stepping back. I'm getting away from this dude. His matches are, are, are soaked with, 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 with animal juices. And so he's... <laughs> I have no idea why something like that happened. It's not really my place to be questioning what the other staff members are up to. More oh, of a oh, 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 this worked earlier. Um, uh, Mr. Gluner, uh, hypothetically speaking, if you found out that the chef had murdered somebody and hid them in the larder, who would you tell about it? Who would he hypothetically murder? <laughs> Let's just say, for the sake of argument, <laughs> like, but who? A hobo. Oh, I don't know. Hypothetically, if some if some, if some transient who didn't have any money had come by and the chef had uh, had for some reason murdered him and hidden him in the larder after cutting his throat, who would who would you tell about it? Uh, well, just a sort of a thought exercise, you know, <laughs> hypothetically. Uh, hypothetically speaking, I yeah. suppose I. I probably take the matter up with uh, Dr. Kendowick. Oh, okay. I can get an appointment to speak with him. Sure. Uh, I'm not usually welcome in the house, and, except during stink season. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. <laughs> well, neither does snake season. 
<laughs> HP, whatever your voice. It's spreading. So, so, Gruner is um, Mr. Gruner, if hypothetically speaking, if somebody wanted to talk to Mr. Candlewick, where would they go? At this late hour, Doctor uh, Candlewick would be probably sleeping or working in his. His office. What is office? His office is uh, the uh, east wing downstairs. East wing is the nasty wing or the nice wing? Nice wing. Okay. Best light. Great. You like find a phone by looking at any of the nearby rooms of the. It appear to be, yeah. Nothing, nothing would be wired for the phone. Oh. I'll come back. Bored. I want to go tearing off down the hallway looking for stairs. There, I mean, in, 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 in the little office off the um, the kitchen, there are like sort of the old speaking tubes. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to them for a moment to see if anyone's, you know, whispering secrets into them. But from one, you hear sort of vague snoring. From another, you hear um, a, a crackle of, 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 of electricity arcing. Uh, from another, uh, there's a scratching sound as if fingernails on a, on a thick door. Uh, from another, uh, there's the, uh, the snip, 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 snip of scissors. Uh, from the last, um, there's sort of, a, sort of a familiar hissing sound getting <laughs> closer and closer to your ear. I uh, keep back. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay. Do I see uh, uh, him as he's uh, tearing around, looking for the stairs? Who's tearing around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider Boy. There's not that much hallway down here, so. All right. I'll follow after him. See what see, he's obviously got something in mind. I'm yeah. Left. As they wander off, I'm gonna I'm go. Like not, not with a but I might, potential uh, murderer and I might a grab potential a sausages. flame hazard, fire hazard. <laughs> so just like. If you ever hungry in the middle of the night, come see Giuseppe. We always have a little something in the refrigerator. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Giuseppe. I can't wait for that. Do you want a sausage? I brought one. No, I don't want a sausage. What are you crazy? <laughs> you were Do you see any stairs? I haven't seen any stairs yet. So what, Bucky went back down, down down the hallway to the sort of where the newly installed elevators are. There is a spiral set, a set of spiral stairs next to the that run the same access. Okay. Run pell mell down them. But they, 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 they go, oh, they go up. Okay. Yeah, remember we went down the whole. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. I'll go running pell mell up them. Yeah. Pell mell up them to the. Uh, you come out into sort of the. Do a little, a little, a little, a little area. <laughs> So this is his access to the dining area. Is it covered with snakes? It is not covered in snakes. Okay. Um, then I'll go running pell-mell across it and out the other side of the dining hall. So, yeah, so the dining hall is sort of in the central section. So you, you basically you, know, you run out into the main hallway. You can go either to the west or east wing. So, so we come into like the center of the... the oh, okay. Right, yeah. It was the old ballroom, which was which was the sort of center of the of the house. And it's been so, so I'm going in the one. That, side. I'm going in the one that's not the not the one that we were told to sleep in. We were in yeah. the, we're west in the west wing. wing. Right, so we go to you were second floor west wing. Now you're on first floor 
East Wing? Oh, I thought we went up the stairs. We're on. You were on the sort of. You were. Oh, okay, we were basement. Okay. Yeah, you were. You were. Yes. Interestingly enough, you were in the basement. I should have added an extra floor in there, shouldn't I? That's, right. <laughs> That's where the root cellar should have been. Non-Euclidean architecture. Gosh, <laughs> darn it. It's like a Pac-Man level all of a sudden. I'm looking like when we're on the nice side. I'm looking into like for like dormitory-looking things on the nice side. Mostly in the first floor, it's like um, sort of sitting rooms and uh, rooms full of furniture covered in sheets. Looks like places un, un, underutilized and pretty dramatically. Are there any lights coming out of any of the doors? Uh, there are a few lights burning on the hallway, but there don't appear to be any much activity in any of the rooms. Help for crying out loud. Go back to the stairs. <laughs> Wait, we're looking for the forbidden room, right? The, the candlelit room? I'm just looking for a grown-up. He needs an adult. Well, there's those tubes. Uh, you can go talk to them and see if there's somebody there. Didn't you say you heard snakes coming from those, though? I heard from one of them that had a snake. Not all of them had snakes. Your odds are pretty good, actually. Oh. Well, great. You go do that, because that sounds real productive. I'm going to go upstairs. I looked up. I like the holes. All right, so we're, since we're about to break into it, definitely break into it. That's what we do. I do the scene series of action. Let's see if anyone has any illumination of all the, um, okay. the um, echoes that we use. Actually, we're, we're, we're doing a new uh, mechanic, mechanical thing. Yeah. Um, can you just start off by saying, okay, so we're starting a new scene, and here's what's going to happen. Okay. Hold on just a Alright, so we're, since we're sort of moving into a new scene, let's resolve the uh, illumination generated by your echoes in the previous scene. Um, so the total dice that you had, that you, that you rolled into your echoes, uh, you're now going to roll them to see if you've, and, and, and you're looking for a match. Right. Um, so you used four dice worth of echoes before, yeah. so you've accumulated four dice that you'll roll as a pool now. And right. Two. You did two, and I used two. And, and I have five. You used five so far, so you rolled five dice. Do echoes are are they uh, expendable? Like, in other words, do they, do, can, can can we reuse these later? Uh, you you can you can only use this an echo a given echo once per session. session. Um, but you can use multiple ones in the same scene. All right. I got nada. I got nothing. I We're got. For matches as usual. I got two pairs actually. Two ones and two sixes. So close. So long. <laughs> So, so. That nice. Nobody has. Oh, you rolled two sets on four dice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on. Two ones and two sixes. Mm-hmm. I am apparently the chosen one. You can all bow down to me, or just call me. All right. Me. Two ones and two sixes. Yeah. Is it going to be either really bad he's, or really he's good? Looking at the relationship chart in, in Candlewick Manor, by yeah. the way. Oh, this is awesome. Relationships and complications. Please don't make it the relationship with the lemmings. What? <laughs> or the snakes. Uh, so which which two echoes did you use? I used gasping for breath and, and frying sausages. What about blue suit? Uh, no, that was his. Gasping for breath and frying sausages. All right. 
So let's see. What you've uncovered, two relationships. Yeah. Um, an enemy and a guardian. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so. Please don't make the guardian the dead guy. Well, you yeah. tell me what, what you tell me how the echoes um, transform from some of a flash of possible memory into a, a, a stunning realization of, of the truth. This is gonna this is gonna establish a relationship, correct? And it'll basically like convert one of these echoes or both the echoes into a, into a relationship so, with the equivalent have, value. Yeah, since we have, since we have, yes, since we have two sets, it's gonna sort of transform that relationship. Okay. In into a uh, the, the, excuse me the echo into a relationship with the same numeric value. Recently. Yeah. Uh, usually it's the most recently used because we've got two sets here. It's, so you can and and the subject of the relationship should that be somebody that we've been interacting with hereabouts? Typically, yeah. So, so it'll be a character you you you've already, so you're usually a character you've already met, stumbling across, or yeah. they're suddenly remembering a tie, a link to. One of the characters that we've run into. It need not be any particular detail. It just carries with it the realization that, that you are connected to these people in some definite way. Okay. Or and it's so it's one of these characters, and it's that sense memory from your echo, and that nature of the relationship and stir. So something like like Brunor had protected him previously. I mean, does that have to be from his past, or can it be like? Yes, I'm recognizing Brunor. Yeah, echoes are um, they're they're flexible in the sense that they can be literally like like memories that you recover and remember. Oh my gosh, as a child, I lived in Candlewick somehow, and I, I, I was I'm from this place, and this person was my mother. Um, but it could also be something which establishes like a destined event, like a, like a, like a flash of the future, like. You know, this person is going to somehow become my mother. So echoes, echoes represent you know, uh, memories or hints of possible futures. Uh, they're like a motif that runs through your life. You, know, you just keep running into these weird things until they finally go boom and make sense. In this case, they went boom, boom. <laughs> okay, well, I think I, I have something. Um, it's not going to be... It'll be with the, the chef and uh, not Gruner, but the uh, the... Um, the maid, uh, Fiona, I think. Yeah, Silverdale. And what I remember is that I, I was, I had been running. I was gasping for breath, and I just got to the door of the kitchen, and I heard them arguing, and I can't remember everything. And the, the chef was cooking sausages, and they were arguing about me, and it was. Uh, the chef was arguing. I can't remember the exact thing, but from what I, I remember, that the chef was ready to just. The, it was all over, going to be all over. But the owner said, "No, we'll send him away, and then that'll be the end of it." And so we'll send him away. And the chef is furious about him, but he can't do anything about it. So, so who's the guardian? And who's the enemy? The guardian would be Fiona, and the enemy uh, would be—that's the other one, right? The enemy, yeah. Enemy would be the chef. Nice. You could, you could flip them for a for extra twist. Make the, uh, the chef the guardian. Um, you want to be a perverse situation? <laughs> I could. Uh, I could. I just. But, but I'm, I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm yeah. Just, I was just throwing it out there as an option. I think. I think it works better though that way because the chef's already kind of you know. Antagonistic. Um, yeah. Um, although it, it actually makes more sense logically because he wasn't acting malevolently toward me in the uh, thing. So yeah, actually that does. So uh, 
the chef uh, was arguing to, that that they just sent him away, and Fiona says, "No, it's he's just improper. We, we just have to get rid of him. Make sure no one ever sees him again." Blah 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 blah. blah. And the chef, well, I won't do it. We'll send him away, and that's that. So, yeah, I cool. like that a little better. So, but this is actually neat because like, Fiona has written in the book is comes off as initially a very sympathetic character. Yeah, but this kind of is an example of how. The book characters can be radically affected by the yeah. the way the the relationships are formed. So you know, now she's she she she's better framed as an enemy. So that's going to yeah. affect the way you engage with her. Now relationships also let you add dice, right? But instead of being dice for when you encounter these weird things, they're dice for uh, actions which are motivated by or or in support of the relationship. So when he's doing something. Uh, uh, Contrary to the maid's wishes, yes, he can get his relationship yep, back. because that's because that's the enemy relationship, right? Right. Um, so, or you know, generally, when you're doing things that are like if you were doing an action generally unrelated to her, but you were making a horrible mess in the process, you know, with the thought that this will stick it to her, right? Uh, yeah, that, that you could also tap those dice that way, right? Um, and with uh, the guardian relationship. That could be. I mean, it could literally be intervention. Like, like he shows up to help you, right? Um, or you know, once you get to know him better, if you played longer, you know, you can recall the good advice offered by your your right. guardian, or a fortifying meal. Exactly, or a really <laughs> fortifying meal that left you so you you be prepared to deal with these situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just an example of how the relationships would come into play versus as they come into play a little bit differently than echoes. Um, so what? So awesome. what you would do now with this character is basically like scratch off the right. smell of frying sausages and yeah. uh, the other one, and then put Gasping relationships. Breath, yeah, yeah against with breath, and put relationships down there under echoes with right. Giuseppe for however many dice, probably the sausages, and with uh, with. Um, and Fiona, it comes for the number of the dice strength the of the one. relationship is equal to the strength of the echo. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So yeah, so I'd have like what one or two in each relationship. Well, you've got they just convert basically. You've got gas. Oh yeah, yeah. Breath is two, which becomes Fiona, and frying sausages is two, which becomes Giuseppe. I was for a second. I was going to ask, is it with or with minus one? But yeah, no, it's yeah. Now, for forming relationships, could you ever even do it as something as abstract as some person reminds you very strongly of someone else from your past, so you see those characteristics in the same person? Sure. And yeah, it could be. It doesn't necessarily literally mean they're your mother or your brother, or it could just be that they are. Emotionally, that feels that way. Um, and it's also not impossible to form relationships with totally weird things. Like, literally, you don't have anyone you've interacted with recently that you feel like you can you can form a relationship with, but you've spent an awful lot of time with those idols. With, yeah. With, 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 oh my God. No. Then, um, with, with 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 a little bit of justification, yeah, you can do something like that. You know, why does mommy have so many tentacles? Ends <laughs> <laughs> before. Uh, okay, so he has this sort of flash of memory, right? As we're stomping around the stairs. Yeah. And so now I'm thinking that mm, maybe I need to protect the chef. He, he, maybe he that, that hobo deserved to die. You know? <laughs> um, so Are you I, vocalizing any of this stuff? Let me say, you know, hey, guys, you know, 
we need to think about this. Uh, didn't what if that hobo was a bad guy and he was trying to break in or hurt somebody, and the chef just didn't want to scare us or you know freak us out? Oh yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that the, uh, the 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 crazy psycho chef was was cutting the hobo's throat in self-defense. That makes perfect sense to me. Absolutely. Well, I do have to say that he's been the nicest to us since we've been here. He did make me a delicious food. Yeah. Well, whatever you do, do dress like how a do hobo. Know? He might not be that nice to you then. Well, how do we know that the hobo didn't deserve it? I mean, the hobo could have been a oh. bad guy. None of us even own a suit. <laughs> See this? <laughs> what? <laughs> But it was a pretty bad suit. Um, but you think the adults wouldn't, uh, or Gruner wouldn't have called the police by now if they if it was really bad? The adults uh, uh, did that for okay. a reason. Okay, well, let, let's be up front here. Yeah. This, this, this Gruner guy, yeah. I think we're smart. Well, do you think he's the only one who's seen it? I mean, surely other people have been yeah, in the large. Yeah, I'm sure other people fell into the hole in the ground in the middle of the abandoned west. There are maids and other cooks and other stuff around of people are running. There, are there other cooks in the kitchen? Or no, it's, it was really just, just him. Well, at that time, but I mean during the day. And it was like 3 in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is kind of bad. Well, maybe we should use the Are we on the next level yet? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the next level, running around. Were you, were you on the trying to get up in the, to the dormitory areas of, of, of the east, or were you on the sort of downstairs work a day level? Wherever the, the nice areas were that we were told not to go. Oh yeah, east wing upstairs. Yeah. yeah. I'm heading that way as we're arguing about all this stuff. Now, now it makes perfect sense why you would have been stuck there because Fiona hates you. <laughs> <laughs> All the smiles and the nice and the, and the fluffy pillows. No, she hates you. Oh, sorry, guys. Renovations? Lies. <laughs> she just, oh, snakes will get rid of them all in the events. Didn't count on Bruner. Or the lemmings. <laughs> <laughs> or the mongooses. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm looking for I'm looking for lights or voices. I'm looking for like mysterious stuff. You want a new pretty I'm dress? For I want. I want. I'm in sackcloth. I'm I'm looking for Candlewick's uh, room or the like the area that we were told not to go on. The, yeah, like his study or whatever. Well, you find his study is in the, is in the east wing, uh, in, the, in, the, in the sort of open areas. Uh, his. Um, the private, the family, the, the, the pride, the family wing is behind the, the lock, the big part doors. Okay. Um, is uh, there a light under the study door? Uh, yes, there's a light coming from the study I door. knock. Uh, but there is. Just, you know, when you knock, you don't hear anything. I knock a little louder. Yeah. I'll push the door open. So open, yeah, the, uh, open the door, and it's, it's Candlewick's office. It's got. Um, it's, it's, it's packed. Like a Victorian sitting room with uh, sort of the, 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 the memorabilia of a, of, a, of a very strange, um, unconventional life. Uh, you know, those binocular telescopes, you know, aimed at black regions of the sky, which appear to have nothing in them. Uh, there's, uh, I need to look. You know, there's 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 there's, there's books uh, written in impossible languages. Uh, with smaller books and equally impossible languages. Use this bookmark in the larger books. Um, <laughs> Is there some books? Uh, there's, Does there's, this there's, feel like sneaking into the principal's office? It, it, it's like sneaking into the principal's office if the principal were sort of 
an, a an, mad an insane pack rat of a bizarre object. It was in, a, in an antique store. It's like if Batman um, was your principal. <laughs> Is there a cave. giant There's penny? Like a, sort of a, a huge book on open on his desk and. Uh, and, and, and written in the, in the huge book on the first page very carefully are, are, are your four names with lots of space below it and on the next page and on the next page and on the next page is uh, he in there? Ambition. but he is not in there is there, is there a pen? There, there are pins there's yeah the I take usual. a pen and I write was here <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll okay, call out hello kind of reedy annoying voice Let's just find a better room, and we'll just go to sleep that, that tonight, and then tomorrow we can tell them about, you know, uh, what happened and why we were nearly killed by snakes. We could do that, or we could find no, 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 up no, no, and tell no, no, them no, no, no. about the murdered hobo with his throat cut. We did tell them. Sleeping in a comfortable room. We did. T- we did tell an adult. When are we going to get to do that? He doesn't count. He, why not? He's an adult. He's crazy. He's still an adult. <laughs> but he's a crazy adult. All adults are crazy. Not that crazy. <laughs> have you been not paying attention the entire time we've been here? <laughs> do you still have your spider legs out? No, put them away. This is all the same. Get through holes in the back of those sweaters. Yeah, I kind of have to struggle in back under the. Every adult is crazy by our limited abilities. I mean, like, they stuck us in that place knowing about the snakes. They... How do we know they don't already know about the hobo? Yeah, exactly. Fine. If they say, it's okay, we know about the hobo with his throat cut, and he's supposed to be down there, he signed up for the job, go to bed, then then we go to bed and we all live happily ever after. We'll we'll live happily if we sleep in comfortable beds with... But that pillow has feathers in it. Which pillow? Yeah, it's the one upstairs. You have a pillow with the bike downstairs to demonstrate the awesomeness of upstairs. Look at this guy's couch. Look at this guy's couch. Look at this guy's couch. I know. We could go upstairs, take those sheets and some of those cushions, and make a fort. Ooh. I want to go to another room. All right, let's find some of the better dorms. Rooms. So we'll close uh, the door to Candlewick's office. So the, the, you know, the door clicks closed, and as you're walking away from it, there's literally these, these faint strains of violin music emerge from underneath the door. After we close it? After you close it, yeah. I'm just like muttering, one mystery at a time. <laughs> Not, focus. yeah. Not even worth focus. it. Focus. Yeah, focus. All right, so, uh, you know, maybe working in a shop wasn't so dangerous after all. No, the, the, it was worse. So it's you didn't have to call on the machinery. Yeah. All right, I want to find no, the I'm secret bedrooms. Well, that we're not supposed secret. to go to. Yeah. Uh, all right. So back back upstairs into the east wing. The um, it's probably it's probably approaching for about four now. Uh, brief hit of false dawns. The birds start singing, realizing how foolish they are, and they go back to sleep. Um, the uh, east wing is, you know, there, 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 there's a smell in the air that reminds you of spring, even though it's January. Uh, the art hanging on the walls is 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 is, 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 is very masterful. You know, there's there's beautiful examples of some of the of the French masters. Uh, you know, people you know, reclining on the, uh, the riverside, you know, pastorals, pastorals, uh, uh, 
the, the, the carpet the is sort academy. of a, a pattern of cornucopia. The, uh, the, the, the rooms are all single bed, no bunks. No, each one has an attached bathroom with a toilet, which is present and clean. Uh, lighting is subdued, but abundant. So I check dressers. No harsh naked light bulbs. I'm looking for, I dig through dressers and everyone we pass by looking for more clothes for me. So the dressers, alas, though, are empty. Um, all of these seem to be rooms waiting for someone. Hello? I bet you they're waiting for the kids they actually like. Yeah. Whatever, I'm going to sleep. And for making the fort. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help with the fort. Yeah. It'll be the best fort ever. We'll have real turrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, that would be a little hard to say. So we don't find any anybody up here at all? No one in the East Wing. <laughs> Why are we allowed to stay in the East Wing if no one's here? We're supposed to be in the West Wing. Fiona wants to kill me, but that I'm That place sorry. is full of snakes and mongooses and lemmings. Oh my. <laughs> and Groner. Fine. I'm not sure which is worse. I'm climbing into one of the beds and laying in it. Oh, yeah, I'll stake out sullenly. I'll stake out one of the uh, one of the rooms, prop my dolly like on top of the dresser, like looking at the door. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so everyone sleeps. And, you know, there's the uh, sun streaming in the window. Um, you know, it, it's it's uh, it seems like it's, it's warm, even though it's you know there's a little bit of very picturesque frost on the windows. Uh, you look outside and there's 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 new fallen snow which is which is, which is covered the landscape. Uh, she was right to dismiss snow apparently. Uh, the, the sheets all smell you know, all crisp and fresh and clean. Um, nary a hint of snake anywhere. <clears throat> Nor kerosene, nor gruner. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, who's going to find us first? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> we're not where we're supposed to be. There's a... Well, this is a fine thing indeed, isn't it? Voice of, Who, whose room is he in? The voice of, the, the voice of Fiona Silverdale from, from, from the hallway. The children? I am very cross indeed. Very cross indeed. It's not my fault. Giuseppe murdered a hobo and cut his throat, and he's downstairs in the cooler right now, and the <laughs> bathroom fell apart, and we fell down, and there were snakes. I thought there weren't any rooms available. And mongooses and lemmings. All right, what nonsense is this? Come out here immediately. Giuseppe did it. Draw you a mongoose. I have to potty first. And I need clothes. Priscilla beat herself. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have done it if I hadn't fallen down a hole. 
I'll show you. Come on, we'll go to the kitchen, and, and I'll bet you that that hobo is still there because Giuseppe is crazy, and he kills hobos by cutting their throats. Well, I do not know what to think of children that cannot obey a simple instruction to stay in their room and sleep for the night. The snakes will come, and we had to leave the room. I what to think of those children at all. Such children might be thought untrustworthy. It's hard to believe anything they might say. It's hard to believe anything simple a certain maid might say. Well, Bruner came into our room. Those are the snakes. It's snake season. He was going to fix the toilet, but it was gone. And then we well, it wasn't really gone. Model. It was just broken. Wait, do and I still? I, I, I please say I saw that snake I captured earlier. The, the, oh, that's where you have a snake is sack. Yeah, <laughs> a pillow sack. Do I, I still have it? Yes. Yes. Is it do. still w- w- wiggling around, still alive? Can I whack it against something and wake it up? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to try and uh, uh, actually, yeah. Uh, this uh, uh, Silverdale, Miss Fiona. Um, there's. Could you get this out of the sack for me? I can't reach down. My arms are too small. What <laughs> nonsense is this? This is a. Rubber band of some sort. I. I don't think that's very smart. A scaly necktie. A snakeskin. Snakeskin tie. I'm not sure what it is. Snakeskin. Build a snake. <laughs> Do not bring such things into this house. They were already in the house by the hundreds, thousands. You see, it's snake season. They come it up. is the middle of winter. Snakes hibernate during winter. This is a commonly known. Well, that's they're, apparently they're, what I thought, but that they're does... driven up by the cold. Bruner, Bruner. Why can I not remember the name? And he doused us all with kerosene. <laughs> you can go. still smell it in my hair. Oh, that's not all I can smell in your hair. Your children need a bath. Oh, you're so filthy, especially Priscilla. <laughs> Priscilla. <laughs> What have you been eating? Uh, She's Marcella. Sorry. Learn. (laughs) Are you going to look at the guy with his throat cut or not? Because I think that's a fairly important point. I do not want to hear anything else about that. I need a new dress. Horrid story. Now, come along. Immediately. You must get cleaned up before breakfast. Oh, so this is just a story we're making up now. Of course, children never make up any stories. Can we move here except change the decor to match the uh, West Wing? Like the West Wing is, yeah, and much better decorations. <laughs> I think we should talk more about the hobo with his throat cut down no, in the kitchen. We do not need to Will Doctor Candlewick be at breakfast? Uh, Doctor Candlewick and uh, son and daughter will indeed be attending breakfast. As is, what are we having for breakfast? Is it snake sausage, lemon sausage, or human flesh? <laughs> It's like our, our our chef prepares a unique a unique culinary experience for every meal. It's part of Dr. Candlewick's philosophy that the uh, the the palate must be must be treated as well as the mind and the body. Is he a cannibal? <laughs> what nonsense is this? You're well, you, it's your chef cutting hobos' throats and keeping them in, them in the cooler. You're kind of a one note wonder right lately. <laughs> well, he had his throat cut. You know it was a chef. I think uh, I think a certain little boy might need an extra chore chore to consider what the uh, 
but the effects of such such, such, such terrible stories on others. I don't think it's fair to punish one of us. <laughs> well, no, it's very fair to punish one of us. <laughs> don't worry, I'll help you. It's an excellent point. We should all join Mr. Binkermine in the in his extra chores. Since you're so interested in the kitchens, perhaps you can help washing up after breakfast. I know Giuseppe will have plenty of dirty pots and pans and will scrubbing. Okay, great. So how about if you sort of show us where the kitchen is? <laughs> Wait, first we have to clean up. Yes, first you have to clean up because you... <sighs> Do you think this is mongoose it's or lemming? <laughs> I fell down a hole. I'd say mongoose. <laughs> See, I think this is... I don't know if this is lemming grease or mongoose blood. What do you think? I think those clothes should all be burned. <laughs> all right. I go and clean up. Where? Yeah. In the west wing where there's running hot water. Yeah, no, east wing. Yeah, right. yeah, hot and cold running water, so... Big. Is she leaving us here? Or? Yeah, she's, um, she's leaving you here, but she's taking your, your old dirty clothes with to be burned. <laughs> <laughs> she can't have my big baggy sweater, though. <laughs> yeah, that, that there's a pile of clothes, and like the spider like, reaches out, grabs the sweater, and puts it back yeah. in. So, yeah, so when you emerge from the bath, um, feeling almost human, but as soon as you look in the mirror, you realize, no, lie. Uh, <laughs> There, 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 there's a there's a neat uniform laid out on the bed, um, a slacks and blazer for the boys, uh, sort of a jacket skirt for the girls. I prefer to wear pants. There's the uh, uh, on the breast. There's the, uh, the, the the candlewick sort of seal. What's the dames don't wear no pants. They wear skirts because they're skirts. Uh, the candlewick seal is a bit difficult to make out in its particulars. Um, it appears to have been. Uh, uh, Sort of been added to over the decades. So initially, it appeared to have been a C, surrounded by uh, some some sort of vaguely uh, Masonic imagery. But then around that, they added a circle of, uh, of, of, of sort of graphic symbols. So they had to sort of shrink it all in the same space. Then they uh, a- a- added around that um, sort of sort of a, a scroll of. Uh, impossible beasts uh, done in the style of a medieval woodcut, so they had to be shrunk further. Uh, then around that, and so on and so forth. So we were there. The, the, the sea is about the size of, of, of a lintel, and the uh, surrounding uh, accumulated imagery has, has almost completely eclipsed it. Um, <clears throat> so the golden candlelit candle, candle coat of arms is, is, is like so much of the mansion. It appears to be an antique store of weirdness. Nice. All right. I'll tear holes in the back of the blazer and the shirt. <laughs> and put them on. Sure. What, 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 what were they thinking of laundry, you know? <laughs> Damn, kids. And then put my big sweater on on top of it. Now, it says that I can only draw one thing at a time, and the next time I draw something, the previous thing is destroyed. But is, is there any way to bend that a little so that I can make alterations so he has little, like, uh, uh, flaps in his jacket? Not really. If you, okay. if you wanted to like try and do it for real, you could probably do it for real. But it's more. It's, it's sort of like once your attention drifts, oh. the thing continues to go away. Um, <laughs> eh. 
Sorry. So all those snakes. Oh, no. Snakes like, I'm sorry. Here you go. Here, There's buddy. No more. There's no more mongooses. No, well, the mongooses and mongooses are definitely still around. <laughs> I'm paying attention to them. <laughs> because that was an attack. That was the useful <laughs> ability. <laughs> I guess I could, yeah, attack them very specifically. No. That wouldn't work. Um, all right. So uh, what's the scene at breakfast? Uh, the scene at breakfast is, is, is this enormous dining hall um, with uh, sort, of, sort, of, sort of the table that you sit at here. And then uh, sort of on the opposite corner, there's you know, Dr. Candlewick with his, uh, his breakfast consisting of like a piece of toast and a cup of black coffee. He's, he's sitting very, very slowly. Um, sitting to his his his, uh, his left is Wisteria, uh, who, who, based on the tone of her voice, is, is, is complaining about something. Um, uh, sitting to his right is a is a, is a larger boy. Um, again, a, a few, effectively a couple, maybe a year older than, than Wisteria, um, with a sort of vaguely worried expression on his face uh, of someone who can't quite follow the conversation, but is trying desperately to keep up. Um, it looks uh, like a sort of thicker version of his father. <clears throat> Dr. Candlewick, can I talk to you about the hobo that the cook murdered last night and left in his kitchen? Uh, we're, no, we're all going to get in trouble because it's all for one and one for all now, apparently. Oh, yeah, how even more together. It's going to get you more time in the kitchen. It's going to get him more time in the kitchen. That's both what y'all wanted. No. Well, okay. Whatever. See? Can we go outside and play after breakfast? Stupid. No. Uh, let's see. Who are you asking? Dr. Candlewick. Uh, Dr. Candlewick looks over to uh, uh, Fiona, who was standing by the door. She, she walks across you know, her, her heels, clock, 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 very loudly in the, in the large echoey room. Really she leans forward. Dr. Candlewick says something. She takes her head. Okay. Says something. She nods. She clocks over to you. She says, "No, because you were washing pots in the kitchen." <laughs> Doctor Candlewick has asked me what it is that you were talking about, and I have told him that you became overexcited due to dreams from living in a new, strange place. There's nothing for him to be concerned about. You understand. Oh, that's it exactly. You did a great job of conveying exactly what we were all talking about a few minutes ago. Because <laughs> naturally, where all this came from wasn't wasn't falling through the hole in the floor of the bathroom where we were left to sleep and falling on top of a corpse that had his throat cut by the cooks and the snakes and, and Gruner covered in, in goop. It was all just dreaming that came from all that. You're saying this around mouthfuls of food, which you find yourself oh, yeah. unconsciously eating yeah. because it is amazing. It's kind of like this, this frittata. I will try to stay away from So meat. light, even though it's, it has, you know, there's there's potato and there's some kind of, some sort of like, some sort of, some sort of Humany meat in there, and, uh, <laughs> and then you know. I the, mean, granted, he uh, cooks a really good hobo. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is delicious. Yeah, only really bad people taste delicious. That's okay. People who deserved it. That pioneers sort of little little little, little delicate pastries, and, and there's some sausage. Which, 
<clears throat> definitely has a sort of familiar flavor. Um, and then for the uh, sort of the, the sort of like the grand finale, there are uh, there's uh, there's 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 minced snake pie stuffed into a snake's skin <laughs> and braised. So you sort of so so it's sort of like a snake. Looks like a snake. Uh, its eyes are currents, which make it look realistic. Uh, then you then you then you cut it open and outburst this sort of sort of this spicy snake mince. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> this guy's a wizard. <laughs> See, we can't get rid of the chef. It's like, there's this Even if of, he is a murderer. Of disgust and horror replaced by... But it's so good. Exactly. I wasn't disgusted. Just <laughs> <laughs> people's right. <laughs> so we use a soylent what? Yeah, whatever. It's delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. I'm pouting. Probably because your murder investigation <laughs> went awry. Exactly. <laughs> oh, little baby gonna cry. Gonna <laughs> cry. I don't know. I see I'm just here. a little mad. Oh, did you get your reward? Return your gold. Is there is that pitcher of water over there? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm starting to suffer from that. I've been talking a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> I know the feeling. Do we have a, a prepackaged resolution for this? Uh, At this point, we're so far off the map. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite good. No, the lemons, lemmings are in the book. I know that. <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, the, 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 I have run this scenario four times, I think, and it always goes a totally bizarre place. Um, this is the second time the the uh, the chef cannibalism theme has come up. the uh, The other two times that I ran it, instead of going down, they went up, and so it ended up on the roof uh, for the for the for the for the occult initiation ritual. <laughs> <laughs> That's where everyone was. <laughs> so that's here's that go up go down decision point is always an interesting one with this with this with this one interesting sitting on a window yeah would have been totally I made my choices the and snakes I'm forced the issue I don't have any regrets so do, they, do they not even respond to the whole murder in the, in the house issue no there's 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 there's, 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 there's as much cuckooing and, and oh stop being silly and please don't say such horrible things and uh, you could just go to the larder and see if the body's still there well you're gonna be we're gonna be cleaning the, the kitchen yeah exactly yeah. you're helping him down but you have to help him take, take the plates back down to the kitchen and scrub pots and pans and um, the uh, there's 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 a sort of uh, there's a smell in the kitchen and it looks the the, the larder is closed and it's been plastered over again. Plastered like there's not some, how are they supposed to get in if it's been plastered up? Like you mean they fixed the damage in the roof? Yeah, they, oh, they closed okay. the door and then plastered over it. Oh. Okay, well open the door. Why don't we just go back to after we after this? We can just go back to the west wing, back to the room where we go back down the hole. No, they just fi- they said they fixed the hole. No, in the kitchen they uh, they, the, the, they plastered the door like like they closed the door and then plastered it. The one that I had torn open. Oh, okay. 
interesting. So, okay, I didn't realize. I thought they just burst through the door. I thought I didn't realize that it was. Yeah, the door had previously been plastered over, okay. broken before uh, before he Edward did. burst through it. Oh, um, so it was like a, it was like an old forgotten so, room that had been plastered over. Uh, okay, is, is it like glaringly obvious that the plaster is like you know? It's fresh, yeah, yeah. You can actually yeah. stick your finger in it. <laughs> I see. I thought because it was a larder that it was still being yeah. used. You know, like since there's apparently it appeared to have been like old. Like, They're like old, shriveled up. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Fair enough. No, I did not. Okay. So I will clean. I'll actually stay near the chef and listen to if he has any life lessons or anything uh, of interest. <laughs> yeah, I see full of life lessons. All of them involving food metaphors. <laughs> says, take the humble kumquat. <laughs> it tries so hard to be the large citrus, but it's tiny. One must learn to appreciate the tiny thing for its own merits. Not try to make the tiny kumquat into the giant orange. One must instead take the tiny kumquat. <laughs> delicately shave its skin into a tiny coil and then add it to a perfect I'll say but speaking of that why did you cut that guy's throat <laughs> your character is amazing there are uh, definite merits in persistence my little young friend particularly when scrubbing Use that persistence diligently. Here. And he does that sort of chef thing where he wings the pot through the air. So it lands in the water in front of you, splashes you with, with, with the soapy, greasy <laughs> water. Um, I didn't say anything. You know, I'm, I'm next to him. Yeah. Good thing this isn't called Cthulhu. You'd have to obsession by now. Like, get that guy. You lost so much sanity. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I mean... I'm sure you had a good reason for killing that guy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you just tell him to let it go. Yeah. Oh. Like, Can I tell you, I had a very good reason for killing that guy. So you mean, Would that be enough? <laughs> enough for what? An adult, an adult just told you that you know, you're, you're the one that's got to all listen to the grown-ups. I'm sure that would make everything better, yeah. <laughs> so cynical for so being so young. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it was ingenious and very, very smart. It's like, well, I never kill anybody, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Well, as long as we're all telling the truth here, that's what really counts. Exactly. So when do we start school? Uh, uh, I'm not sure when you start the school. I, uh, you, I have to pack your lunches. That's a good point. Yeah, you cannot leave the the the, the slop they serve you in the school. The the steam tray full of the, the wilty beans and the the beef stroganoff. Oh, no, it cannot happen. We had Taco Day. Well, we have Taco Day. Shepherd here. Pie Day. <laughs> No, no, I, such things will not, will, not, will not be present in this kitchen. It's like you will not have the taco, the, 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 the tortilla all soggy with the grease. No, no, it shall not be. Uh, you'll, you'll have the fresh tortilla made from the ground, uh, lime-cured corn, and we shall uh, put upon it the, 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 the braised, carefully 
cool flesh. Yeah, what pig? Mm, What's better, good. killing a man or cooking a really good meal? <laughs> cooking a really good meal, of course. What if the man was really bad and deserved it? Cooking a really good meal. Of what if you cooked him into the meal after you killed him? You pose a dilemma now. <laughs> was cooking a really bad man into a meal? I guess that would be all right because I still be cooking. <laughs> I think I understand now. All right. I I do want to go try go back down from the the back to the west wing when we're done, whatever that is. All right. You, you basically arrive to find doing uh, a fun gruner with like nails held in the throat. Just one bang 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 hammering heavy boards like crossways over the hole. <laughs> gruner, I need some help. Over the room we were in, yeah, in the uh, in the hole in the bathroom, in the room that you're like, in. is it sealed uh, up? Oh, I mean, does he have it sealed up yet? Or if I distract him, can it would involve you have to have to do some violence to the wood? He's not be particularly careful. There's all the nails are all bent and everything, but there's like fifty of them. So every time he bends a nail, he puts in three more on either side of it. <laughs> so where's he put the toilet? He's not. <laughs> I think this room is going to be as boarded up as the other one. We moved to the, we, we moved to the East Wing. Yeah, there's no evidence that you were ever there was ever any reason not to be in the East Wing. It's good. It's clearly it was prepared to receive orphans. <laughs> Somebody had an enemy here. So, only someone wasn't trying to kill us. Just you. Yeah. Well, you're witnesses, so. Well, if uh, Gruner leaves, I can make a saw. And we can, you know, saw our way in down. But that might be a little blatant and, uh, and obvious. Gruner, I saw uh, outside that uh, there was a bunch of snakes swarming around a hut, uh, a shack out there. What? Wait, 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 wait. Shack? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Mr. Gruner, is that dead body with its throat cut still down there? I have no idea what you're talking about. Last night's a blur. <laughs> Apparently, somebody wrapped a rag of kerosene around my face. <laughs> Mostly all I remember are these colors, these wriggly, biting colors. Were they snakes? Snakes? Where? Snakes? Is this snake season? What do you know about steak season? <laughs> you told us last Don't night. Don't mention steak season to anyone ever again. We had it for breakfast. <laughs> Maybe you should lie down for a while. My head is swimming a bit. <laughs> like we'll finish up here. Norton kerosene. It'll be helpful. We'll finish for you. Go check your shack. Yeah, shack. That's where I keep me kerosene. Get <laughs> 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 out the door, he goes. That man is seriously scary. He's great. All right, fine. I'm going to start tear- tearing up the boarded over toilet hole. <laughs> hey, is there still a hole in the ceiling, too? Yes, there's still a hole in the ceiling. Can you I climb up into the ceiling course. hole? Is there a toilet upstairs we can shove through to <laughs> knock through the wood just to speed this up? 
Even if it's not a toilet, we could probably like a water heater. Yeah, 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 all right, that does, that's awesome. You stick your head up through like through the top. But yeah, it looks like this is the, the area that you stick your head up into is where they store their spare toilets. So, <laughs> so in all likelihood, what happened was the ceiling collapsed underneath the toilet, which destroyed the toilet, which fell to the floor. <laughs> so there were two toilets. <laughs> One toilet had been driven into the ground. So broke the toilet on top of it. Um, so we could just slide that toilet yeah, so over. So slide up the third <laughs> toilet. <laughs> How many more toilets are there? I have completely lost interest in this whole dead body thing, so I'm going to explore the attic <laughs> while y'all do that. Honestly, the dead body's secondary. <laughs> shoving the toilets through the hole. We are kids. I think that would be pretty entertaining. Yeah. It's entertaining as a simia doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna shove the first toilet down, and then then we'll, then we'll <laughs> see if it makes a hole in the floor. Yeah. Yeah, the first one sort of embeds in Gruner's patchwork with a cockeye like crash. We're half stuck in it. Bombs uh, away! Well, that's just to prepare for the next one. So the next one hits the first toilet and kind of explodes. It drives the first one completely through. Yeah, there's the, there's the explosion of, of one toilet collapsed, you know, dropping 12 feet into another toilet. Hitting sleep step toilet left. <laughs> oh, I'm diving down there. Like diving like that into the darkness. Yeah. Or feel around the body that you know it must be there. You yeah. know it must be there to yeah. prove that you're not mad. That exactly. You're not crazy. That it isn't right here. There at all. It isn't. No. I take the I make the flashlight again. Is it? it it's still not there. Even with the CSI flashlight. <laughs> like, oh wait, I don't. The black light that's showing all the uh, bottles. It's just a big. It's just a big flashlight. Other than that, it's it's just fun. Okay. Um. Wow. Actually, it's, 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 it's probably like some sort of like I mean, battery. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's right. Not even there. Ball, but the, like, the one person can probably smell the blood still. All right. So the two of them going upstairs. No, I was actually down with y'all. Um, so just just Josie going upstairs. So go be all by yourself in this creepy place. <laughs> Don't split the party. Don't split the party. <laughs> 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 Too late. <laughs> What's going on up there? Uh, the, once you once you move away from the, 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 the sort of stockpile of old toilets, the, um, uh, the, the, the attics of the West Wing appear to, to appear to contain all the things that were too strange to put downstairs. Um, what? Awesome. You find you find between boxes and boxes of, of old photographs. Um, in every single one, the, the faces have been burned off with cigarettes. Um, you find uh, you find uh, you find you find you find what appear to be you know beautiful masterpiece paintings. But then you look at there's six identical copies of the beautiful masterpiece. Uh, you, uh, you 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 run across um, uh, well a classic is that you see the chest of broken like the chest full of broken scissors, but just just the thumb part of the scissors. Uh, there's um, uh, there's, 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 there's a crate of portraits of the Candlewick family that, that appear to be, you know, like the, you, you pull one out and it's a, sort of Dr. Candlewick and it's a youth. Um, and, you know, he's, he's surrounded by, you know, there's, 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 there's a guy in an aviator's cap and then there's the, uh, the big game hunter and the, um, the, the guy with the goggles and, you know, behind him there's a Zeppelin and you know, in front of them, like, like they just killed it as some creature that you know, has no name. Uh, 
There's pictures of women in ludicrously elaborate dresses. Um, there's a, a wardrobe filled with nothing but funeral veils. There's um, uh, there's a dollhouse, which is a perfect duplicate of the Candlewick of, of the Candlewick Manor, covered in spider webs. And when you look into the tiny attic, there's a tiny little girl looking into a tiny little dollhouse, which if you squint your eyes very, very hard, contains a tiny, pick the girl tiny, tiny, tiny girl up. I'm little girl. girl up. I have to. A tiny, 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 tiny. Would you pick the girl up and look at her? It doesn't really look like But it sure did when it was in there. That was pretty creepy. So weird. Are there other little figures in that mysterious room that doesn't have a dead body in it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You look, you, you look down and you see, you, you see a, a, a tiny little boy with uh, six arms raised in frustration. <laughs> and above him, another boy is just like shoving a toilet. Yeah, there's another boy shoving multiple. There's, <laughs> he's trying to shove a toilet down a hole. Yeah. And at the, at the bottom, there's a, a pile of tiny broken toilets. One after the other. <laughs> you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was I was pushing towards some sort of dramatic conclusion, but I uh, <laughs> yeah. Which I got twenty minutes left, so go yeah. for it. I was kind of I, 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 I sort of lost the the the, the momentum. Um, I think the notion that you know this is home now. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of our. Our big yeah, it was kind of his home for me at breakfast. Oh, oh, I, yeah, a, a good way to end it then. And, and then we, but then when you look at the, into, the, into the hallway at the West Wing, outside the door, you see uh, a tiny little little figure dressed like like a um, dressed like a maid, uh, who's standing with her back to the wall next to the door, and she has something in her hand that you can't make out because it's concealed in the folds of her tiny little doll dress. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> She's out on her smoke break. Damn it. I'm gonna think these are all your Very awesome. Any thoughts, anything that y'all want to discuss among yourselves about the game, how it ran, anything that you haven't explored, any mechanics, anything just kind of final thoughts. Yeah, I'm curious what you guys think since you're kind of newcomers to you know, to the way the game works. Well, I read it. Uh, I bought the PDF. So I'd read it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, uh, but I wanted to see how it, you know, and it is so much creepier than I. <laughs> Part of that's the, what's wrong with my brain. It doesn't, it doesn't always have to be that creepy. But something that something that wrong can only be right. <laughs> Uh, I, what, I was glad we saw Revelation. I was hoping we would see a few more uh, Revelations, but we didn't throw enough. Yeah, dice. We didn't throw enough. Yet. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was kind of interested that like the more dice you throw, the more opportunities you have. Oh yes, to. absolutely. And if we had, if it, if it structured a little more with a little more, uh, a couple more action scenes, there there have a couple more that are sort of that are sort of surround the whole snakes thing. Um, but you, I rolled so badly that they didn't get the chance to happen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would have actually liked to have seen how conflicting relationships like between the maid and you and the chef and you would have played out. But that's an example. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the arc. I mean, the way the way it was designed is that initially you show up, you're your 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 tabula rasa, and you and you and you're alien to the community. You don't have any connection to it. So you show up, and you and you. One of the things that we also need to touch on here, just 
Well, yeah, it was, it, it's, it's, it's a, very much about a mystery. It's sort of a, a mystery game, and there's a lot of mechanics that I didn't use that are for the, the game master to use to create mysteries. Oh, the and, and, and even, mysteries, huh? even to do it dynamically in play, like where the, where the, where the, the outcome of the mystery is, is is literally undecided until a player with the right dice mechanics gets to say who did it and why. Um, so as you discovering clues. At the same time, your your characters are because you're inventing them as you go. Um, but the um, so characters arrive; they're mysterious. The, the the town appears, you know, like the Cannibal Vale itself appears to be sort of this beautiful little small town, but it's underneath the surface, it's full of politics and dirty secrets and, 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 and mystery. And, uh, you interact with all the characters. You, you get into trouble. You roll a lot of dice. You generate. Illumination, you develop relationships, which take your character from the sort of the mysterious cipher to a player and the and the, and the, the politics and the weird sort of mysterious events. Um, of them. It's based on monsters and other kind of things, but we don't have monsters. I mean, well, it's something we there are monsters, monsters in, but well, exactly, you don't start with monsters, but there are monsters residents in the in, right in, in, as sort of they're, they're part of the setting where like the setting is described in terms of people who live in it, the places where they might be, the organizations to which they might belong, and then each of the places is also inhabited by a monster. And uh, But and orphans have the unique ability to befriend monsters. So they can, uh, if you encounter one, you can basically cash in an echo and turn it into a relationship with a monster. Without rolling? Right, yeah. yeah. Once, once you get that opportunity to... Um, it's almost as if the sense of it is that once you encounter the monster, it's 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 unequivocal. This is what this thing has been leading you to my whole life. Um, sort of an instant revelation. Instant revelation, and, and and so that and that, and that creates a relationship with you very similar to the the, 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 the default situation in monsters and the Charles things. But the 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 monsters are all residents in the setting, rather than being sort of monsters from somewhere else. They have places that they live, and they have habits, and they've they've affected the the, the, the secret life of, of, of the, the setting already. So they're still part of it, and so and they all have desires that conflict with other elements of the setting. So it's not quite the same dynamic as basic monsters. So they're still they're still, by becoming connected to a monster, you're even more plugged into the setting, and now you're plugged into a part of it that's really secret and. Would cause you know the classic you know, pitchforks and torches villager reaction if it became if it became all known. Um, I'm surprised. As opposed to the spider legs, or you know. <laughs> I mean, to give, to, to the, other, the other plot thread that was running through this was the um, I didn't hit enough wisteria antagonism. Uh, because yeah, I, I kept wanting to like. like yeah, I wanted, to that. Yeah. Been, if, yeah. if I had, if I had hit more wisteria antagonism, um, there's. Yeah. One thing that I've done before is she is she 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 insults the new orphans and, and and demands that her father not invite them to her birthday, and so she has a, has a birthday party coming up. So the uh, if 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 you go up instead of down, you end up on the roof uh, during the middle of this uh, this cult ritual to summon one of the monsters called the Howler on the Edge, which is sort of this floating jellyfish, and the. Um, but it's 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 one of the, the the family's old allies being summoned to commemorate her birthday because Candlebook's trying to reclaim, you know, trying to he's got some mysterious agenda to um, 
previously, like, it's called Candlewood Vale because the Candlewood family used to own it all. But now they own basically the house and the land just around it. And, and they've sold off the rest of it and the family's fallen into sort of ruin. And he's trying to reclaim some of the old glory somehow. But anyway, so that, that takes everyone up to the roof during this occult ritual. And it's very much guys in robes and mysterious knives. And um, when I ran it from my group, one of the characters had a sack, a sack of snakes from the uh, from the previous, and he, and he found in the attic a, a, a miniature trebuchet, oh, and so he used it to launch snakes at the cultists. Um, but what's happening is that, so, so the characters almost inevitably, they, 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 occult ritual, disrupt the occult ritual. So the storm in, disrupt the occult ritual. Uh, the monster shows up. Um, it inevitably forms a bond with one of the, the orphans. Uh, that's when the veils come off. It's Dr. Candlewick. It's it's the staff. It's 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 Wisteria, and she's screaming furious because the monster was her birthday present, and this is her birthday party. Um, and that's that that's one of the the other sort of sort of direction to take it. Yeah, the funny cannibalism that was down in the, in the kitchens. <laughs> yeah. Cool. 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 Is that actually in the book, or is that I didn't? It's, it's my con scenario that I've run multiple times. Okay, but it's not. Scenario. It's not typed up. Or anything. I keep meaning yeah. to write it up as a freebie because yeah. it's been really successful. Because when I when I ran it, Gen Con, I, I was just like, uh, I made it up off the top of my head, basically. So. Yeah, I made it up uh, over coffee the morning before I ran it the first time at Gen Con, yeah. and then I, I I sort of formalized it since then. Yeah. So I know it's it's, it's a, a really simple basic setup, and the idea yeah. is that. Uh, initially, the idea was that is that the characters find someone stashes the body in, in, in their room, but uh, from where the location where you find the body is one of the, the things I, I adjust to just uh, based on the direction of the right. But it's always it's always it, it, it's funny. It's always a nameless hobo that that nobody knows and has no connection to the rest of the setting at all. Um, <laughs> It's a, the actual the actual murder victim is a total red herring, like, which is funny because like everything, everything in the setting is like theoretically like mm-hmm. interconnected. But right? yeah, the, the, the murder victim is 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 very very. There is a named hobo in the setting. And it's there, yeah, there, there's there is a sort of the, the town drunk. Yeah, uh, but this is yeah this is this this is the, the nameless guy that nobody knows. That mm-hmm. It's just. He doesn't have any existence except as the body, which means trouble. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, one group they find the body in the bed, and then they're then they're trying to get rid of the body because uh, uh, Fiona is coming back to tuck them into bed. So they're trying to find a, play, a way to get rid of the body. Um, and so they drop the body down the hole, and then they go up. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's pretty flexible, and I, I I guess I would it would be cool to see more revelation because the um, you roll a per- two perfect sets. Yeah, the revelation. We'll die. Right, with, with no waste die, but the, mechanic, the revelation mechanics use the extra dice, the, the loose dice or the waste dice, uh, to add to throw in complications to the relationship. So if you would roll, well, throw an example. Yeah, yeah, throw some, throw some dice, and see what happens. Try trying to guarantee something. Press six. I don't think we do it. Yeah, we got. Two twos, two fours, an eight, and a nine, and a six. Well, let's just assume that you roll the two, the, say the two twos and the eight and the nine. All right. So the two twos would give you antagonist. Um, 
Like the enemy, you could define as someone who wants to destroy you utterly. Yeah. The antagonist is someone that wants to hurt you. Right. Um, now the complications from the eight would be pay a price, and the nine lies. So when when thinking about the nature, like when fleshing out the the revelation, uh, and then the future way you will interact with them. Noting those things down gives you a kind of a little more guidance about how to how to structure it, um, which it, there's not that much mechanical impact for it, but it gives you a little more a little more to, to define when you're defining these things. It is sometimes hard if you have the role of revelation to like come up with something like that on the spot. So there's a provision in there, so you can if you don't have anything to think of, you can just put it off, or you can throw it out to the table and say, "Hey, does anybody have a good idea? I don't know what to do with this." And uh, the idea is that you can't. I mean, coming up with this stuff on the fly when you're on the spot is tough sometimes. So yeah. you, you can just you can float it until it makes sense, knowing that there's it's like you realize something, but you haven't realized you've realized it yet. You know, and until the next scene, or you know, until it. Do you until it own hits. your? I mean, do you own your revelation? Is that like is that my character space? My Absolutely, it's also it's, yeah, you own it, and it's. You can, you, can, you can solicit advice on it. Right, right. You, got, you can table it, but like, but you get I would have the final say. Absolutely. Right. Like, like the, with the enemies situation, the enemy versus Guardian, yeah. which is such a cool dynamic. I'm getting those, both yeah. of those yeah. in the same role was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that was that was pretty. Uh, that can was you, fortuitous. Is the only way for us to develop, or for the PCs to develop uh, a relationship through Echoes, like like he was so in the finding this murderer. Would he ever have developed some kind of uh, antagonism for the show, like as a relationship? Um, Unless it came up with. In a, I mean, beyond just 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 doing it. I mean, but besides I mean, being, 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 he wouldn't in, actually in have a mechanical. With all the normal ways of, of, of deciding doing doing that in play, absolutely. But uh, in terms of the actual mechanical relationships, no. Unless no, it we'll, came up as as a revelation. Right. What would it, what would have been probably insanely cool is if later Shane rolled a bunch of dice and found a, re- a revelation with Giuseppe that made him a you know that 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 that, that defined him as something like a parent or yeah. you know, oh, so then he's got this 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 this, this burning desire to, to to prove that Giuseppe's a, a murderous cannibal and yet he also realizes that Giuseppe is his father. <laughs> Right. So those complications are. He's my guardian. Are you playing? Are, are, well, are just delicious. Um, uh, I make it a point to say that you know that when these things, when these situations come up, where you end up in these conflict situations, where you've got you know relationships with people that hate you, and you know this is good. I mean, this leads to like like great story and the great potential for awful, awesome things happening to your character, um, like getting you know locked in safe and thrown down wells and. <laughs> Uh, you know, like tied to altars on the sides of mountains, Lots hoping that the drama. monsters will be done. Sounds fun. <laughs> so, What's yeah, the longest uh, cantaloupe game you've run? What do you know of that's been run? Uh, you know, actually, I don't know. I, I think there are people that are running, uh, running games of it. It's one of our, one of our alternate. We do an alternate Wednesday where we, we run a we sort of alternate on our Wednesday night game. Like we run, run a bunch of indies. Uh, and I ran uh, a series of candlewick games, which started as this, and then with this scenario, and then and 
just turned into right. very much improv. So it's still the same campaign. So. Very much relationship driven. How many it, sessions do you think it's been? Uh, like yeah, because like you talk about, I mean, it's like first it's kind of like the revealing thing, and then it's kind of at, at that point it's kind of the players become big swingers in right. town in, in the social life of town. They haven't completely switched over. I mean, all of them have converted relationships. But what they would you? I mean, all. even if you've never seen it, estimate how many sessions, how long. I mean, it, it, so much of it depends on uh, how often the dice roll and how often, yeah, you, obviously, and, and how often you hit those yeah. the echoes. And because um, I know when I ran Candlebook, I had a lot of dice throwing because I was doing a lot of action scenes, and so there were like two or like three or four out of the seven players had like relationships by the end of it. Yeah, hard and fast. And, I, and when I when I run the uh, when I run demos of this, I've I've hit the uh, action scenes harder to do, you know, show off. Yeah. The system faster because with the demo you've only got like an hour. Yeah. yeah. Half an hour. And yeah, I think it's also just a really appealing game because it's so easy to get into. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Like everyone's having a wonderful time with the character. Yeah. Oh yeah. Playing kids is awesome, <laughs> especially one who can draw things to make them real. Come up with backstory. That, the <laughs> That's a little weird. Like, like not having a backstory is a little, yeah. a little weird. Like, it, it, I actually works with me because I prefer that. I prefer developing the, the story. Yeah, yeah. So my yeah. husband does too. Kind of a dirty little like like secret. When I started writing this, I was like, I, I've never really liked reading the five or six page backstory. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just like, give someone or else, give me a, just give me a paragraph, you know, uh, or tell Bottom me the, tell me the bits me. that I can use, you know, for hooks, yeah, you know, for hooks, but. Just but leave off the rest. Um, it seems like you're pre-playing your character. Like you're, like you're writing, you know, all this stuff, which would be better if you just played it instead of writing it all out ahead of time. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, 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 I, I, I can totally yeah. understand the instinct because I used to write massive, like, yeah, backstories. And, and I'm not saying that I, well, I'm saying that, like, when I first pitched it to my group, I had a hard time explaining There's no, you know. Yeah. You don't know what happened the day before, but it's not that you don't know. It's just that it wasn't important. Well, it wasn't important yet. So, so think of your character as, as who they are at this very moment. But don't worry about why they are that way. Just the why is really very much a function of. And you can think of it in terms of you know if you're reading a novel or something. You know you right. don't know everything that happened. In the it's revealed through yeah. the yeah. story, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good concise that's, that's, way to explain it. Yeah. That makes it hit home a lot harder than. Yeah, I think that would have been an excellent way to pitch it. Hmm. Well, now you have to pitch it when you go back. <laughs> we already pitched it to us. It's too late. <laughs> so have, have you won? Are you playing it? Or uh, is it on the road? We ran a couple sessions, and then I started back with school, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with our, with our Wednesday game, it's like... It's, 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 a, it's pretty lucky if we all show up. Um, we've had a good run, and now we're in the most periods where everyone has something going on. But uh, I'm running a uh, wild. I, I, I think were you all here when I was when I was going on about the wild talents game that I'm running. Yeah, the Aeon Mall. Yeah, I'm running. Yeah, it's, it's a very no. I don't think they were here, but yeah. Set in the uh, they're, well, they're, they're super the mall official talks. super team of the world's largest shopping mall. And the, the current the current plot line is that the a- Aeon Management Group LLC is launching its own massive multiplayer role playing game online. So all the, they've all had costume and name redesigns to suit the characters from the game. And now they're having to basically do promo work for the uh, for, for their online personas. And uh, and the, 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 the where we left the, the last cliffhanger was they were. Um, 
they were all in lockdown at, a, at the Aeon Hilton because the, um, the, the uh, elite game designer had been murdered. Um, <laughs> which left it with uh, one of the characters is barely uh, eternal. Man. This the only power is that if you're welcome to keep them, or I'll. I mean, I'll. Well, already got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all are welcome to keep your characters if you'd like to hold on to them. Uh, but if you got the book, then you got. You got uh, yeah. the I'm probably gonna get the book. <laughs> cool. But the. Get your wires. Oh yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, so yeah, if he dies, he, he, he immediately. Oh, Sorry. Said if I get a hard copy, I can use a sign. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I'll be. Oh wait, before you go, I got some coupons. Or do you want to? Oh, can you get those out? Oh yeah, absolutely. We've got coupons for y'all. Glad to come by the arcade. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. And I'll end this recording. It's been Role Playing Poker Gator with uh, Ben uh, Ball. 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 And. Uh, uh, Ross Bainier, alright.